Broadcasting from the HEP Electrical Studios. We want to be your electrician. We're WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, 95.7, Duke FM. Your home for Maryville Rebels football. Let's just do it, okay? It's game day and time for Red Rebel football on the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week. If you have stuff that you want gone, give a buzz to Junk Be Gone. These fine young men in red and black are about to write another chapter in the storied tradition of Maryville High School football. So tell Mama and them to get set for the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. And look out, because here come those Rebels on your home for Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. Let's go! And good game day to you, and welcome to Rebel Radio as we come to you from Hawk Stadium, high above the press box on the campus of Hardin Valley Academy for the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week and the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Matz, and tonight the Rebels step into Knox County and step back into Region 2 6A competition. The Hawks come into tonight 3-2 on the season, wins over Carnes, Morristown East, and Cock County losses to Knoxville Halls and Bearden. The Red Rebels also sit at 3-2, coming off an impressive homecoming victory over Science Hill. Can the Red Rebels notch a road victory here at Hardin Valley Academy and even their region record to 1-0? We're about to find out. But as we look to preview tonight's matchup, Mr. Metz, how about them Rebels? Wayne, we're coming off a big 6A home win. I'm going with Waylon Jennings tonight. See if you can catch this tune. This covert and ball is choking me in your high society. The Hawks want to play today. We've been so busy keeping up with Will Jones, a defensive barrage, and we're still building on. <laughs> Maybe it's time we got back to the basics of shove. Let's go to push and block tackle with Maury and Willie and the boys. I swear, Ben, you're you're getting good. You're getting good. Wayne Newton doesn't have anything on you. But, buddy, I think that's a good one. Waylon, proud maybe, uh, but we'll go with it. We'll go with it. Love it, love it. Looking Bach, Texas. If you haven't heard that song, I thought for a, a big portion of my life that it was looking like Texas. So uh, I'll tell you a lot about me. Do you think I could call Chris and Willie become a highwayman? I don't think so. Right, I think that application closed a long time ago, buddy. But as we uh, as we look to, to talk about tonight's matchup, the Red Rebels on the road here at Hardin Valley and really excited uh, to be here. They're in their, their salt and peppers, one of Ben's favorite uniforms, but they've just completed warm-ups, Ben, ready to go. Look crisp out there in warm-ups, and it's a nice – I guess pre-fall afternoon here at Hardin Valley. Sun's out, guns out, and ultimately uh, we're ready for some football. Yeah, I love that uniform combo, Wayne. It's a dandy. Uh, Ken just informed me that I don't need to quit my day job when it comes to singing, but <laughs> excited about tonight's game for sure. Hey, karaoke places are open for a reason, Ben. And you could you could be a you could be the Frank Sinatra of a karaoke bar. There you go. I mean, it could happen. Uh, but Ben, what about tonight's matchup? Step back into region play. Really, Coach Hunt's going to talk about it here shortly. But this is a big game for his program. Must-win game is the words he uses. Uh, what do you think as the Rebels come off a homecoming victory at home, obviously, but then head down down Pellissippi to take on Hardin Valley? What what do you what do you like about the Rebels? Yeah, coming off a 37-18 victory against 6A Region One Science Hill game that started with a 51-yard pick and score by Hunter Olivet. Science Hill seven penalties for 60 yards and 56 yards of total offense in the first half. Just too much to recover from in the second half. 
In the second half, Science Hill reaped the reward of new quarterback Spencer Taylor. That reward was lackluster compared to the poise of Will Jones and downhill thunder running style of Ori Vananda Walker. Harden Valley and Coach Miner bring a wing T offense tonight, Wayne, set to face the unforgiving Maryville defense. So let's go, buddy. Let's go, Maryville. Yeah, excited about what tonight's matchup will hold. Obviously, we're about 25 minutes away from kickoff here at Hawk Stadium on the campus of Hardin Valley Academy. But this past week, like you talked about, Ori Vananda Walker, his running style, number 93 at the running back position. That's a story all in its own. But ultimately, he was last week's Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Week. We had an opportunity this week to sit down, talk with Ori, learn some things about Ori that you may know, but I'd say a lot of people don't know in this week's Red Hot Minute. This week's Red Hot Minute brought to you by Underground Connections, Inc. If you have underground boring and traditional trench work just is not in the cards for you, check out Underground Connections, Inc. You can give them a phone call, 865-406-4127. But the interview with Ori, here we go. And we're pleased to be joined by last week's Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, Ori Vananda Walker. Ori, how are you, man? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? I'm excited to be be talking to you. Again, hope you had a great weekend. Of course, you earned it Friday night. But uh, one of the perks, we like to think of it as a perk of being the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, is being able to complete the Red Hot Minute shotgun-style questions where we ask you things that are not football-related that maybe people know about. You, but I would say a lot of these things people don't know about you. So, are you ready? You, you, have you heard about the Red Hot Minute? No, I haven't. All right, but are you ready? Yes. The game begins in three, two, one. All right, Ori, what is your favorite TV show? My favorite TV show? Uh, I would say it's Friday Night Lights on Netflix. What is your favorite pet? My favorite pet, a dog. What is your favorite follow on Instagram? My favorite follow on Instagram, uh, it would be B6 Barrett. What is the one thing that you have to have in the refrigerator at all times? Water. What is your go-to karaoke song? Uh, Whoop them Gundam style. Nice. If you're ordering a pizza, what's your toppings on your pizza? Uh, Extra cheese. If you're buying candy, is it sweet or sour? Sour. And in your opinion, who is the most intense coach on this coaching staff? Uh, definitely most intense. That's a good question, actually. Uh, probably, I'm going to go with uh, Coach Upton. Nice, nice. So there's been a lot of different variety there. I think it's really who your position coach is, right? That'll yeah. that'll change your impact there. But, or you have outlasted this week's Red Hot Minute. Great answers to your questions. Really variety. I, the Gundam style was a, it was a shocker to me. I'll say that. <laughs> but uh, but really fun. Appreciate you giving us a few minutes. Again, things that we probably didn't know about you. Now we know. Always want to appreciate uh, what you do, what you work hard at each and every week. And this is just kind of a little extra recognition there appreciate it man i know you're getting prepared for hardin valley don't want to slow that down all right thank you all right and this red hot minute has been brought to you by underground connections if you need underground boring and traditional trench work is just not in the cards check out underground connections but we're going to take a quick break listen to a fine sponsor when we come back more of the kitchen tune-up pregame show right here on rebel radio 95.7 duke fm 
Are you facing the challenge of burying piping, wires, or conduits underground? Here's the game changer, Underground Connection. The underground drilling and boring experts since 2005. They do directional boring, the method of choice when traditional trenching isn't feasible, or when you desire minimal surface disturbance. Your go-to team for all commercial and residential underground drilling work, including rock, is Underground Connection. Fully licensed, insured, and proudly TDOT and gas approved. Call now, 865. 865- 406-4127. Don't let traditional trenching hold you back. Call 865-406-4127. You'll be glad you did. And welcome back to the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7. Duke FM. Well, we're in bright lights here in Hardin Valley as the sun is beating on the home side press box and we're on top of it. We really thought it was just Ken's personality gleaming at us, but it's really the sun actually setting over here in the west and and looks like we're going to have a good night for football. Beautiful weather, but Ben, what about that interview with Ori, man? He's he's just a good kid. He's worked hard, got his opportunity on homecoming of all nights and made the best of it. Yeah, Ori gets that Smoky Mountain Axe house with 117 yards in the second half and three rushing touchdowns. Coach Upton and Coach Nick White are tied for most intense uh, no, no, no surprise on favorite pet. I mean, he runs with the dog mentality, and whop them gum, gum them style. I mean, I guess you and I can do that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that you should sing that one next week. Let's just go ahead and take that one off the table. But Ben, uh, but going to be a good night for football as we we continue to get ready. Uh, talk about this matchup again. Rebels are, are three and two on the good side of five hundred now, uh, but really. This game's a, a huge piece because we're back in region play, currently sitting at 0-1 in region play after the loss to Bradley. Got to get back on the horse. Got to get on the winning side and get it, get it done here tonight. Yeah, guarding the wing tee, it reminds me of a quote from the movie Airplane. Rex Kramer said to Stryker, flying an airplane's no different than riding a bicycle, just a lot harder to put baseball cards in the spokes, you know? <laughs> so... So, I mean, Ben, I don't know that I'm ever ready for them. Yeah. I don't think I'm ever ready for them. But, no, it's, it's a true statement, though. So the Hawks, they run a new offensive system from the previous year. They've transitioned completely from a spread RPO to a wing T offense. The offense prioritizes the running game. The system is led by senior quarterback Caleb Stanifer. 144 passing yards compared to 453 rushing yards on the season. On defense, they run a 4-3 defensive set with man coverage on the outside and safeties typically in zone coverage. Look out for Michael Stewart on the edge. He has five sacks on the year and two forced fumbles. On the second level at backer, Joseph and Kuchar lead the attack. Joseph is the lead tackler, 43 on the season with tremendous gap reads. Caden's your sideline to sideline guy. Their kicker, Wayne, Nathan Holbrook, 42.2 average punt. On 15 punts, we remembered him last year, two inside the 20-51 long. The Rebels need strong communication on defense to make the wing tee ineffective in offense. Split the run with Jones and Davis while stretching the field with passes to Elk, Barrett, Fabley, and Manu. Yeah, I like I like all those points, Ben. But, uh, you know, we, we've got to reminisce a little bit with Coach Hunt, talk about last week's victory, what it meant to get a victory on homecoming at Skeeter Shield Stadium. Uh, let's take a listen to the Coach Derek Hunt interview. This interview is going to be brought to you by Twin City Certified in Maryville. If you need a used car, Smiley Riley and the bunch over there at Twin City Certified has the quality that you deserve. Check out this coach's interview. Uh, sat down with Coach Derek Hunt. 
Coach, as always, thanks for the time. Thanks for sitting down with us. First off, congratulations on a homecoming victory last Friday night against Science Hill. I hope you uh, enjoyed it as much as we did. We certainly did. It was fun to get back to the, to the winning side, that's for sure. You know, really a, a pretty a full team performance there Friday night. I thought Science Hill really, it, it was kind of a tale of two halves for both teams. You, you know, Science Hill started with Schwartz at quarterback and really depended on the run. And then in the second half, went more uh, with Taylor to the pass. I thought the defense really adjusted well. Yeah, we had we did great in the first half, and obviously get to halftime seventeen uh, zero felt great, and we made some big plays. Obviously, Hunter Olivet with the pick six was huge. I think um, you know second half they come out throwing it. You know that was it took us a while to adjust. Fortunately, we were able to continue to score points and got some going on offense, and uh, felt really good. It was really fun, a beautiful night there at Skeeter Shield Stadium for homecoming night, but a lot of good young ladies and men, a lot of the football team being uh, escorts out there, but those young ladies raised over $17,000 for great charities. Uh, what a what a great thing that happens at Maryville High School and happens in high school athletics now. It is a really cool thing and a great community atmosphere Friday night and just everybody there watching the game, watching the Rebels play. It's a lot of fun. Absolutely. So, Talk about the, the youth movement that was Friday night. Talk about uh, Ori Vananda Walker. He was last week's Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. And then also uh, Will Jones had a, had a strong performance there in the second half. Yeah, so, you know, you just – Ori steps in for Price when he kind of got banged up and had a fantastic uh, second half and, and really did a good job, you know, sticking it in there and was tough physical running. Uh, Will Jones got to play some. You know, the, him, him and Graham kind of rotated in the first half and he played most of the second half. And I thought he made some good decisions made some good reads had a big throw to charlie manu right there i think third quarter late third quarter so that was great to see and and so you know he'll get his shot this week as a starter yeah that's going to be very exciting uh, again the lineage of the jones uh the the number five and then his his older brother carson had a really good run as starter for the red rebels uh, excited to see what will can do uh, a phenom in the middle school and in eighth grade ranks yep he's a good he's a good athlete good kid uh, really smart intuitive you know and we still believe in Graham Coulter as well so um, just felt like Will's done enough to, to have a chance this will be our third starting quarterback of the season you know so uh, we'll just kind of go with it as we as we have everything else and try to do the best we can and put our best foot forward and give our get our give our kids a chance to succeed talk about Ori Vananda Walker uh, number 93 at the running back position kind of got to love the big number there but when he we had him up for the post game interview it was a great interview because he he was just stoked to be able to probably play at a varsity game and then he he goes off and really just runs north and south really hard uh, we ask him a lot of times you know what did you see on this play and he's like i just had to get there i just had to get in the end zone it was <laughs> yeah, it well, was a really good interview that's what he's looked like on monday nights and jv games and so he kind of showed us um you know this is what he's capable of and what he can do and i don't think for him the speed of the varsity wasn't wasn't much difference you know he just he runs hard that's what he shows he tries to run through tackles and and um, he's physical. He's a good teammate. He really doesn't care what you ask him to do. He'll do whatever. And so that's that's what you want. And so I think, you know, having him to provide some depth with Price Davis, now we've got two we feel really good about, is, is a good thing for us moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. And just flip to the defensive side there from, from Friday night, and then we'll move forward to Hardin Valley. Held the, the Hilltoppers to 72 rushing yards on 30 attempts. Uh, that defensive front, the linebacking core, that was all fresh coming into 2023, really coming into the own here midseason. We're getting 
getting there for sure. Yeah, they did a great job because Science Hill wants to run the ball. At least, you know, that's what they've done so far this season. Who knows what they're going to look like after after last week because second half they came out throwing it. But really excited for our D-line linebackers. They're getting better, that's for sure. This week, back into region play, a tough test at Hardin Valley. Got to head down Pellissippi. The Hawks started their season hot 3-0. and They've cooled as of late with two losses. But what do you see from the Hawks as we head their way Friday night? Very much improved from, you know, last couple of years. I know they kind of went through a down a downturn there, but uh, Coach Miner's doing a great job. They're running the wing tee on offense now, which I don't think is a bad idea because, you know, everything that uh, you see in our region is kind of the spread type look, and so they're they're a lot different than anybody else. It's harder to prepare for. There's no question about that, and so, uh, yeah, they're doing a good job. It's a must-win game for us, though. I mean, this is a region game. We're 0-1 in the region right now. It's lost to Bradley. Well, we can't go to 0-2. I mean, we've got to win this thing, and, and um, you know, our kids, uh, I expect Tarden Valley at home to be uh, excited to play Maryville, you know, so why wouldn't you be right now? So, I mean, everybody's always been excited to play Maryville. That's not going to change. Absolutely, Coach. And I know the the faithful will travel. Again, just a short trip, maybe 20, 25 minutes from campus. So I expect a really good Maryville crowd there to, to support on the Red Rebels. But I know you, you talked about the third starting a quarterback here this Friday night. You, you're, you've got a, a lot of new faces all over the field, but it's next man up mentality. We're living it now, Coach, and uh, I'm, I'm ready for the Rebels to show out this Friday night. Yeah, we can't wait. We've been preaching next man up for a long time, and you know, here we are this year. We've we've had to face it time and time again. So we just got to keep. Uh, we can't we can't come off course now. Now that we have to really live it out. So I'm excited for these kids and the opportunity that they're going. Yes, sir. So, Coach, I know you're preparing for the Hawks, and I won't take you away from that any longer. This interview has been brought to you by Twin City Certified in Maryville, the the quality you deserve, a used car. If you need one, check out Smiley Riley and his bunch. But this has been the Coach Derek Hunt interview right here on Rebel Radio. Let's take a break. Listen to our fine sponsors when we come back. More of the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. If you have junk that you need gone, give a bus to Junk Be Gone. We're locally owned with the number one junk removal in East Tennessee for the past 18 years. Junk Be Gone offers 15-yard driveway dumpsters. We can do demolition or we can bring a two-man crew to load it up for you. Give us a bus at 865-675-5865 or visit us on the web at junkbegone.biz. Junk Be Gone is proud to bring you the Maryville High School Football Game of the Week. When there's stuff that you are gone, give a bus to Junk Be Gone. And welcome back into the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Kitchen Tune-Up, a great sponsor here for Rebel Radio 2023. You can check them out online, kitchentuneup.com forward slash Knoxville-TM, or you can give them a call, 865-253-7805. Great sponsor, great work that they do there. And when you say Kitchen Tune-Up, kitchen makeover, kitchen everything uh, there at Kitchen Tune-Up. Yeah, countertops, cabinets, anything, you name it. And they I've heard other advertisements for them, cabinet refacing, cabinet replacing, and cabinet upgrades. So check them out, obviously, Knoxville, Tennessee. But, uh, Ben, a lot here going on here at Hardin Valley Academy. No wind here tonight. Beautiful pre-fall night as the sun's setting in the west. We've got Hardin Valley Road to our back. We've got Hawk Stadium in front of us. We're about to have the national anthem, but let's jump down before that, talk to Mr. Uh, Chris Hips, as we're going to uh, we're going to talk about his hippies keys to victory, uh, brought to you by Underground Connections. What's up, fellas? Uh, yeah, big game tonight. You know, back on the division, 
first key for me tonight is keep adding new wrinkles onto the offensive side of the ball. Uh, not just, you know, getting trying to get big plays with new plays, but also add that tape for future games. You know, Bearden next week's going to be watching these tapes of these games. Give them a little bit extra to think of. Secondly, keep the pressure on the quarterback. Uh, last week, of course, in the first half, the quarterback for um, Science Hill was in duress for most of that. Only eight yards of passing in that game for him. Second half, tell two cities we're not able to get the pressure on as much. Gave up a couple big chunk uh, pass plays. Lastly, uh, stay healthy. Uh, I think we talked about this a couple times. Lost some key starters uh, almost each game to this game. Stay healthy. Try to get into this week's big matchup. Get into the bye week as well, as healthy as can be. Yeah, I think those are great keys to victory, Hippie. We'll, we'll talk about and expand on those on the flip side of the break. We're doing the National Anthem here at Hardin Valley Academy. You're listening to the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show, Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, pistolcreekeats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week, but Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top shelf barbecue, and you can thank me later. And welcome back into the Kitchen Tune Up pregame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And Ben, the fake out was a success here at Hardin Valley. The band goes out there, Hardin Valley's band goes out there, and it's really for the starting lineup. So they, they got me on that one. But Hippie laid out three big-time keys for tonight's victory. We've got some points to expand on. Yeah, the door's locked, but Hippie has the keys to victory. Add new wrinkles. Ori gets 100-plus yards rushing and three touchdowns last week against Science Hill. Will Jones at quarterback will require Thomas Joseph and Caden Kuchar to respect him on the run. That will not only open the seams, it'll deter attention from Price Davis. Pressure, pressure, pressure. Still stuck at one sack on the season. I look for them to improve in that area. Stay healthy. Week one, we lost Gage. Week two, we lost Heckman. Week three, Cobble. Four, McCoy. Five, Price. Good call, Hippie. Let's not lose any more players tonight. Yeah, I think a great call is just to just to stay clean here tonight, head back on the bus with no more Band-Aids than we showed up with. So I'm excited about that. But as they are now doing the National Anthem, let's take a break. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke, you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033. And let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a First down to a touchdown. 
Denso loves to cheer on their team. And now Denso is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at more than $19 an hour, depending on shift. Denso has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings. Competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denso-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at DensoCareers.com slash D-E-N-S-O careers.com slash Maryville. Get in the game. Join the Denso team at denzocareers.com slash Maryville and start crafting your future today. Welcome back into the Kitchen Tuna pregame show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. What a, what a great national anthem here by the Hardin Valley Marching Band. We're just under six minutes to go until the start of this football game. Ben, no wind here at Hardin Valley. Again, sun continuing to set but continuing to beam us in the face. But we're excited to be here, ready to see what the Hardin Valley Hawks got to got to, got for our Rebels. It's going to be a beautiful evening for football, Wayne. Absolutely. Let's jump to our Stevenson Tire Services, Inc. starting lineup. We'll start on the defense. Number nine, Sam Young. Number 43, Zach Hample. And number 88, Jack Carter will be your defensive line. Linebackers will be held down by number 24, Matthew Covert. Number 11, Hunter Olivet. Number 20, Mason Ball. And number 35, the bandit, Caleb Reeves. The defensive backfield, number 12, Hutton Jones and Royal Curtis. Number 41 will be the corners and your safeties. Number nine, Wyatt Kaufman and number 10, Nolan White. A defense that's stingy is a good definition and really hope hope to see that again tonight, Ben. Covert cometh and covert bringeth. Matthew leads the team with 43 tackles. Reeves, Olivet, Ball combined for the remaining 100 of the 143, not to mention two defensive touchdowns, two forced fumbles, two interceptions. Yeah, really been able to get the football back to the Rebel offense, and we'll move to that next. The offensive line will be anchored by the tackles. Number 78, Blake Heckman back in the starting lineup. Left tackle, number 53, Alex Boyd. The guards will be number 70, Owen Steffes, and number 56, Nash Stennett. And the center, number 77, Logan McGlamory. The wide receiving core will be number six, Britton Barrett, number two, Charlie Manu, and the slash, number zero, Cohen Beyblade. And then the H-back tied in will be the Elk, number 86, Eli Elkins, and number one, the running back, Price Davis. And a new change here for this week, number five, Will Jones, the freshman, will be QB1 for our Red Rebels. Excited here for him tonight. The lineage of the Jones family cometh again, and Will takes the reins here for the Red Rebels tonight. Yeah, Coach Hunt talks about how intelligent he is as a passer. He has shown the ability to run the football Seven rushes for 33 yards is a small sample size, but with 4.7 yards per carry on seven attempts, it shows he pulls it down at the right time. Well, as Coach Hunt talked about, it's the decision-making ability that got him this opportunity that allows him to be QB1 here in region play. It's a huge step. I talked to Coach Charlie Laramore, uh, one of the little Rebs coach, all, honestly one of the historians of the Maryville High School football program, and he doesn't know the last time a freshman started, if there's ever been a freshman to start. So big moment here for Will Jones. Our thoughts are with him. We know he's a gamer from what he's done in the past, and we'll see if he can't take care of business here tonight. How about that throw to Manu last week in the post corner? That was a beautiful pass. Poise, buddy. Yeah, he's got the poise. He's got decision-making. Now we got to turn it into Ws. But as we're under three minutes to go, 
both teams just hit the field. They entered from the same end zone. Kind of an interesting take. Uh, the Maryville Rebels, the road team, are here in their road white jerseys, red numerals trimmed in black, and they've got their gray football pants with red and black stripes on either side. Traditional Red Rebel football helmet, black with Red Rebel script. And then the home team, the Hardin Valley Hawks, they are in their home baby blue jerseys, navy numerals trimmed in white. They'll have white and blue stripes on either shoulder pad. They'll have white football pants with blue and baby blue and navy blue stripes on either hip. And then traditional Hardin Valley helmet, interlocking HVA on the sides and a blue stripe down the middle. You know why I'm a salt and pepper guy, Wayne? Because whenever you eat steak, you got to have salt and pepper. So when you're ready to eat, get that salt and pepper out. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a SPG guy, salt, pepper, garlic, the trinity. It's always working. But they've got it here going tonight. The captains are at midfield. For Hardin Valley will be number 54, Josh Lay. Number 17, Adam Blaylock. Number 66, Holt Lawrence, or Lawrence Holt. And number eight, Caleb Standifer, the quarterback. For Maribel, it will be... Uh, Hunter Olivet, number 11, number 46, Bladen Sauls, number 49, Braylon Hall, and number 80, Waylon Stinson. And so it looks like Hardin Valley wins the toss, and they will defer. So the Maryville Red Rebels will take the football to kick this one away. Let's take one more quick break. A great sponsor. When we come back, the Cody Knuckles of Keller Williams Realty kickoff right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a Blunt County tradition for 20 years. El Jimador Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimador Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials, Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends, or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10, Friday and Saturday until 10.30. Your fiesta awaits at El Jimador Mexican Grill, 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Call 8 65681-6040. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. And welcome back to Hardin Valley Academy and the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. They've just set the clock to 12 minutes, Ben. It's going to be a good night for football. The sun continues to set. Hopefully the sun will be out of our eyes about midway through the first quarter. But, Ben, you can't ask for more. We get the football first, get to set the tone. Excited for our Rebels. Yeah, I like the momentum to start the ball game. Everybody's really pumped up out there. Yeah, it looks like we're going to have Manu. Uh, it's going to be, I'm seeing Jackson Llewellyn and possibly Royal Curtis Deep. As the kick is away, it's football time in Maryville, and it is going to go deep into the end zone and touchback as the Rebels will bring it out to the 20-yard line. Yeah, you guys have seen Nathan Holbrook before. This guy's got a leg on him, 15 punts on the season. I talked about it. 57 is his long, so great leg by Nathan Holbrook. Here comes Will Jones and company as he brings the troops out. Got his last words from Coach Hunt, and he makes it into the huddle. Again, the Rebels will work right to left here at Hawk Stadium, and they quickly break the short huddle. They'll have Price Davis to his right hip pocket, three receivers to the right, one to the left. It's going to be in shotgun. He'll take the shotgun snap. He's going to hand it to Price Davis. Price going to go off right guard, going to get a few yards of coverage, and he is going to get out to the 25-yard line, say the 26. Pick up of six there on first down, man. you got to like it. Yeah, play action or counter play right up the middle of the field there. Number three, Pierce Palmer makes the tackle. 
Yeah, off first contact, probably five yards after first contact. Got to love what Price was able to do there. Second and four upcoming. Quickly breaks the huddle. They're going to push Manu to the left side of the formation. Britton Barrett out wide right. It's going to be Will Jones in shotgun formation. He'll clean his hands on his pants. Now he's going to move Llewellyn into motion. He's going to give the sweep play to the, to the speedster, Llewellyn. He's going to get around the end, get across the 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. This one's coming back. But Llewellyn shows the wheels as 10-5 touchdowns going to be all for naught. But there is a flag on the play, Ben. But Llewellyn got the corner, and Llewellyn got gone. Yeah, number 78, Blake Heckman had a great block to start that run. It is going to be a hold there on the right side of the formation that's going to spring Llewellyn loose. But, Ben, keep that one. Earmark that page because we can come back to that one later. That was some speed, Wayne. Absolutely. It's going to take uh, everybody got downfield with Llewellyn wanting to celebrate with the young man, and they had to get back uh, because of the penalty. So that's going to be all for show at this point. The faithful lit up over there as there's a good amount of Maryville people made the trip down Pellissippi. Yeah, sun to their backs, uh, more ideal than the home crowd here as the sun tends to set here at the at later in the evening here. 11.07 to play here in the first quarter. Again, score 0-0. Maryville uh, ripped off a big touchdown that got called back just last play by a holding penalty. So Will Jones will keep similar formation. He'll flip trips to the left side of this one. He'll have one man to the, to the right side. He's going to push Price into motion. Pitch play to Price Davis. Can he get free? The guy, the defender's going to get off their block but cannot stop Price as he's going to get across the 25 out to the 27, and it is going to set up third and short. Third and three upcoming. Gets a pitch. He runs out towards the Hardin Valley sidelines, makes a cut up the middle of the field near the 20. Eventually the tackle was made by number 23, Caden Kucher. Like the variety here, run pass run to this point, but again, pitch play there on, on, on second down. Yeah, Kucher's going to be your sideline to sideline backer. Watch him throughout the evening. Looks like Hardin Valley's a cowbell school as they're going to rattle away here at third down. Third and three. Will Jones is going to push actually Ori Vananda Walker out left. He's going to have trips to the right-hand side. He's going to push Ori in motion. Now Will's going to pull it down. Will's going to go across the 30-yard line, get out to the 32-yard line, and the freshman, Ben, picks up a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Nice quick decision by Will Jones. Makes a nice cut up the middle of the field, gets that first down. Pierce Palmer tries to stop him before the sticks can't do it. Sometimes you just need the sticks to move. You don't need a home run every swing. Will Jones knows that. Will Jones back in shotgun formation. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. A little stack set on either end. A little air raid look here. I like it. Ori Vananda Walker will flip from right-hand side to left hip pocket. And they're going to go back in shotgun. Will Jones, he's going to take the snap. He's going to fake the handoff to Vananda Walker. Will Jones is going to go across the 35-yard line out to the 38. That's going to be a nice six-yard pickup there on first down. Be second and second and four. Got past two levels of the defense before number three, Pierce Palmer, takes him down. Yeah, they're going to have to learn that Will can run. Uh, Science Hill, I think, didn't believe it. They saw it in the second half last week. Quickly checks the play at the line of scrimmage, and we're back in shotgun. Two receivers to the right, stack set to the left. Ori Vananda Walker in here getting some meaningful snaps early in this one, a reward, I would say, from last week's performance. He's going to take the snap, hands it to Ori. Ori runs hard, and he is going to get across the 40-yard line and push some Hardin Valley Hawks across the 43, say the 44, and he's going to pick up a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Makes a little stutter step there and runs in between the tackle and guard before number 23, Caden Kucher, makes the tackle. 
Going to be 9.04 to go in this first quarter, and Rebels off and moving a couple first downs to start this one. Will Jones looks to the sideline. He'll check the play. Flips Ori to his right hip pocket, two receivers to the right. He's going to take a low snap. He's going to two-step, and now he's going to flip it out to Eli Elkins. Elkins gets across midfield, pushed out of bounds, but not before he crosses the midfield stripe. Uh, next play up will be at the 50-yard line. About a three-step comeback route. Number 17, Adam Blaylock on the tackle. Nice six-yard pickup on first down. Sets up second and four. And there's a lot of options at second and four, Ben. We're going to see what they choose here. Will Jones in shotgun. He's going to take the snap. He's going to hand to Ori. Ori goes off right guard. Ori's got some room. Spin move. Cross the 40. Cross the 35 and wrangle down at the Harden Valley 33-yard line. That's a spin move. He's sponsored by Whirlpool, Ben. Yeah, he made a he made a cut at the 50 and then a spin move at the 45 before Pierce Palmer makes the tackle. Yeah, he put this he put this field on a on a pitch. He was running downhill. 17-yard pickup for Ori Fernando Walker. Eight minutes to go here in the first quarter. New set of downs. A Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Now Price Davis will check back into the football game. They'll have two receivers to the right, one to the left. They'll stack up Eli Elkins there on the right side. Will Jones takes the shotgun snap. Play action. He's going to deliver over and was intended for Britton Barrett, and it is going to be incomplete. I think that may be defensive holding on Harden Valley. What did you see, Ben? Yes, yeah, a five-yard quick slant across the middle. Number seven, Brady Miner gets his hand on the ball. Had an ineligible receiver downfield, Wayne. Yeah, the way Harden Valley responded to that, they kind of jumped up and down when the flag was thrown. Thought they were kind of owning that one, but they're going to say ineligible receiver downfield, and so that will be against the Red Rebels. It'll put us a little deeper, uh, a little bit farther out from the goal line here in Hardin Valley territory. 0-0, still your score, 7.40 to go here in the first quarter. Will Jones, the freshman in at quarterback, takes a shotgun snap, play action, rolls the pocket to the right. He's going to look to throw it. He's got Charlie Manu. Charlie Manu, 10-5, touchdown, touch pass, Ben, and Will Jones throws his first touchdown as a starter. Stack formation, Manu runs a corner route. Attend to the horns, Wayne. Touchdown, Red Rebels. Beautiful throw. Again, a little bit of a lob there, but Charlie Manu waits on it, turns upfield, turns on the Jets, and races into the Navy end zone. Touchdown, Red Rebels, and the Denzo scoreboard just changed. That safety campsite was empty. As Jamerson will be on to attempt, Cohen Beble will be the holder. The snap is good. The hold is good. The kick is up, and the kick is... They're not going to call it. They're going to say, hey, uh, I think there's an infraction against Harden Valley. He may get another go at it. And looks like Coach Hunt says, no, let's give me the extra point. It's going to be offsides against Harden Valley. Coach Hunt declines that one. And looks like, uh, are we going to have to kick it again? Looks like they're lining them up again. I guess in general, uh, Kicking this close, being closer doesn't help or hurt you. So. Now, if you miss this one, is it best two out of three? I feel like I, yeah. It's like tennis. You get a second serve. I learned that last week. Hudson Jamerson's going to get the the kick away. The kick is up. And, again, the kick is good. And the Denzo scoreboard now reads your Rebel 7 and the homestanding Hardin Valley Hawks 0. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. 
Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blunt and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to the Huddleston Law lawfirm.com. Huddleston Law Firm understands you have many options in East Tennessee for representation. They realize that fact and always appreciate your business. And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM as Sarah looks to kick this one away. Looks like deep for Hardin Valley will be number 12, Tay Henderson. And looks like it's going to kick to the up man, and he's going to get the return. He's going to get across the 10-yard line. Now he's going to retreat back to the 15. Ball is on the ground. Ball is on the ground. Special teams for the Red Rebels say they have it, and they do, Ben. Turn them back. When you know to get down, get down. Red Rebels just jacked them up, and the ball came out. Yeah, Jackson Rutledge leading that attack with a host of Rebels, and they get the ball back, Wayne. Well, it's just one of those, you know, when you know what you got, you know what you can get. He crossed the 15 and then went back to the 12, and you just don't go backwards on, on special teams. It just proved to be a bad idea for the Hardin Valley Hawks. Now the Red Rebels have an opportunity to punch that gas pedal just one more time. Previous drive before the fumble on the kickoff was eight plays for 80 yards, four minutes, 28 seconds, time of possession. Yeah, if you're just joining us, 7-0 Red Rebel lead here with 7.22 to go in the first. Will Jones in the offense back out after a special teams turnover. Will Jones going to put Price Davis into motion. He's going to fake the handoff to Ori Vananda Walker. Now he's going to deliver it to Eli Elkins in the middle of the field, and it's going to toe-tap the fingertips of Eli Elkins, and he's going to drop it incomplete. Eli Elkins does about a five-yard button hook there while Will Jones rolls out and just tries to run with the football before he holds on to it. Unfortunate. We'll get him right here, Wayne. Yeah, tried to deliver it on the break, and I think just uh, body lean was was out of position there for Eli. He'll, he'll get that one back. As they're going to check in some beef on this package, it'll be second, second and ten, ball on the Hardin Valley 15. As we look to be inside the Huddleston red zone, right here out of the gate, Huddleston Law Firm red zone. Will Jones looks to the sideline, gets the play from Coach Hunt. He's going to check that play at the line of scrimmage, and he'll move Price Davis to his right hip pocket. Two receivers to the right, none to the left. Takes the shotgun snap. He's going to hand it to Price Davis. Price going to go right in the teeth of the Hardin Valley defense and get down inside the 13. They're going to stay down at the 12-yard line. Pick up of three. It'll be third and seven. Yeah, Price Davis trying to earn that tough yardage up the middle of the field. Number 51, Aiden Turner makes the tackle. Aiden's got 20 tackles on the year, four sacks, one tackle for a loss. They're going to put in a little bit more speed into this matchup. Third. Third and a long six, short seven coming. And we're going to have two receivers to the right-hand side, two to the left. We're going to be on the left hash mark at this snap. Will Jones looks to the sideline. Now he'll check the play, and he'll put uh, Price Davis in his left hip pocket. Stands in shotgun. He takes the snap. He's going to play action to Price. Delivers to Eli Elkins. Elkins going to fight for the goal line and drag a hawk in. Touchdown, Rebels. Nice play by Will Jones. They spread out the backfield. They fake the handoff to open up the middle of the field. Quick five-yard 
pass, touchdown, Red Rebels. Well, two plays ago, an incomplete pass never felt so good. Eli Elkins made sure that one was all the way in, and then he drug some Hardin Valley Hawks into the end zone. And the Denzo scoreboard, ladies and gentlemen, just changed again, 13 to nothing in favor of the Red Rebels. Hudson Jamerson will look to attempt the PAT. The kick is up, and the kick is good. And now it reads 14 for the Rebels and zero for the Hawks. So with 6.26 to go, let's take a break. You're listening on Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872, or check them out online, smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S.com. Family-friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. With 6.26 to go here in the first quarter, Rebels lead 14 to nothing. It's going to be two really big-time passing touchdowns by Will Jones to open this one as Sarah's going to kick this one deep and kick it into the end zone, and Hardin Valley will bring it out to their own 20-yard line. Number 12 with the recept- or with the return in the end zone, Tay Henderson. Nice booming kick halfway through the end zone there, Wayne. Well, here is, here's the facts right now. Hardin Valley's coming on offense for the first time tonight, and they're staring down a 14-point hole against Maryville. That's got to be some pressure for this quarterback. Yeah, they got to start climbing that mountain. Looks like they will they will head out there, and it's going to be Caleb Standifer. He is a six foot, hundred and seventy five pound senior that will lead this offense for Hardin Valley. He'll start in shotgun. He'll have his running back to his left hip pocket. He'll have two receivers to the left. They'll take a shotgun snap, no drop. He'll deliver it out in the flat, and it is going to be caught and dropped. They're going to say at the line of scrimmage, no gain. Trying to get the number on who who was the receiver there. It's going to be number thirteen, Brady Hogriff. Yeah, Sam Young started with the pressure on the outside there. He gets past his blocker there, laces his paw up, ball gets past him, number 11, Hunter Olivet on the tackle. When you look at that, that's a play that this Rebel defense has seen a lot this season, and really the speed wasn't didn't fool them for Hogriff. Standifer is going to look to the right side of this formation. He'll push a receiver out wide right, and he'll have one left. He's going to look to the sideline. Now he'll take the shotgun snap. A little play action. Going to look to, to deliver in and out of the hands of the intended receiver. I think intended receiver on that one. Number 16. That is going to be Isaac Shelby. Standifer's ball looked like it got a hand on it by number nine, Sam Young. Sam Young working hard early in this one. 540 to go. Rebels lead 14 to nothing. And Hardin Valley facing a third and ten. Deep in their own territory, they're going to look to scrimmage on their own 20-yard line. Previous drive was three plays, 15 yards, 56 seconds. Yeah. Talk about an impact scorer. Will Jones, two touchdown passes in about seven minutes. It's going to be Standifer. He's going to be in shotgun by himself. A little three-step drop. Had to move up in the pocket. Now he's going to throw it to number 16 complete. It's going to be a first down for Hardin Valley and more. He gets across the 45 
and he's going to be drugged down at their own 49-yard line. That's going to be number 16, Isaac Shelby, a 6'2", 195-pound junior. Nice receiver there. Does about a 10-yard slant route across the middle of the field. White Kaufman gave him just enough cushion for him to make that catch, eventually taken down near the 50-yard line. First positive play of the night for Hardin Valley, but a big one. It's going to be first and 10, Hardin Valley, as they scrimmage right near midfield. Standifer looks to the sideline. Now he's going to take the shotgun snap. Design quarterback keeper is going to go right side. He's going to try to get wide. He gets free. Gets across into Maryville territory inside the 45. Down to the Maryville 48-yard line. And that's going to be about eight-yard pickup, second and two. They sealed that edge, and he made his way towards the Hardin Valley sidelines before number 12, Hutton Jones, breaks down and makes the tackle. It's going to be a gain of eight there at the, uh, at the Rebel 43-yard line. Standifer, again, stays in shotgun. He'll have running back to his left. He'll have two receivers to his left, a stack set to the right. Cleans his hands. Now he's going to actually hand it off. He's going to hand it off to the backer. It's going to be number 13. That is going to be Brady Hogriff, and he's going to get one of the two yards needed. It'll bring up third and one. Good job by the corner, Hutton Jones there. He makes that read quickly and gets in the backfield and makes the tackle near the Hardin Valley sidelines. Yeah, really good to save the first down, third and one. Again, short yardage situation. We haven't seen what they can do here. Again, stretch the field on second down. Four minutes to play here in the first quarter. Rebels lead 14 to nothing here at Hardin Valley. Standifer, he's going to check the line of scrimmage, stays in shotgun. Now he's going to hand it off again to number 13. He's going to go straight ahead forward. I think he's going to be right there at the line to gain, Ben. Let's see if they give it to him. He needed the 41, and they're going to say he got the 41 and about a third of an inch. Just running right behind the center there, number 88, Jack Carter, and a host of Rebels make the tackle. Yeah, Brady Hogriff has really had the carries here, and I think they're actually going to measure it. They must have heard me. I need to use my tape measure. My tape measure's got a lot of length in it. A lot of it. slack in it. Uh, but it is, It is. we'll see what we've got here. Regardless, Ben, I, I think this is a, this a mute point because I think if it's short, they're still going to keep the offense out there. Right. Let's, ju- let's run down to Hippie, see if he thinks it's a first down. Hippie, what you got? Yeah, guys, I mean, to me it looked like it was a little bit short, but it looks like maybe just the nose of the ball now. That's according to where you measure it, but they leaned it on the first down side, and they're, they're going to give it to the Hawks. First down for the Hardin Valley Hawks, and they'll, uh, they'll reset, and Standifer and company stays in business. Should have inspected those Hardin Valley footballs. I think they're a little too sharp at the point of the ball. <laughs> maybe they, they had a chain stretcher. <laughs> 3.42 to play here in the first quarter. Standifer, uh, he'll have he'll have Hogriff to his right hip pocket, two receivers to the right and under the left. And there's going to be a false start there as the whole offensive line moved before the ball moved. Finger point and begin, but this one's going to be held against the uh, holding against the Hawks. Pack it up. It'll be right on the face of this Hawk at midfield. Beautiful uh, facilities here at Hardin Valley. Track around the field. A nice home stand, but a a really nice visiting stand. And from our location, Ben, you can see the baseball stadium, the softball stadium, and a bunch of parking lots. Yeah, and the view from the stands is beautiful. Yeah, really really see this part of Knox County. Sandifer's going to take it. He's going to roll the pocket to the right. Shotgun style looks to deliver to number 12, and he's going to find the seam. And number 12... Tay Henderson is going to get into the end zone 
Touchdown, Hardin Valley. Nice throw, nice delivery by Standifer. Yeah, the Red Rebels were in zone coverage there. Hutton Jones gets to his point where he's supposed to cover that zone. He releases him to Wyatt Kaufman. Kaufman's not there. Gets behind the safety for a score. Yeah, and, and give uh, Standifer a little credit. That was a touch pass on the run, on the move, right-handed roll, right-handed thrower, and he delivers a pretty ball. And the Denzo scoreboard now reads, your Rebels 14, Hardin Valley 6. Number 41, that's going to be Nathan Holbrook will attempt the PAT. It's up and good. He's almost automatic. And the Denzo scoreboard now reads your Rebels 14 and Hardin Valley 7. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Stevenson Tire, three generations serving Blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years. The friendly staff at Stevenson Tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry. Competitive prices, tire repairs too. Expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville. Online at stevensontire.net or call 865-983-1621. Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5. Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Close Sunday. Stevenson Tire. Broadcasting from the Hep Electrical Studios. We want to be your electrician. We're WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville. 95.7 Duke FM. Your home for Maryville Rebels football. 95.7 Duke FM. Go Rebels. And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. As Holbrook is going to kick this one away and kick it into the end zone, Red Rebels will bring it out to the 20-yard line. Touchback, and with 3.01 to go, lead cut in half, Ben. But Will Jones and company been on fire here early. Yeah, I look for them to continue to bring that energy. That previous drive, Wayne, was seven plays for 80 yards, three minutes, 25 seconds time of possession. Yeah, really, uh, they found a little something after uh, after watching Will Jones and company have two offensive stints. Stanifer and company look to, to be pretty fresh tonight as well. Will Jones takes the snap. It's going to be a keeper again. No, he's going to deliver a lateral. It's going to go over to Charlie Manu. Or, no, that's going to be Cohen Bayblay, and he is going to get across the 25 out to the 26. What a play there. Good fake by Will Jones. Had the backers biting. Rolls out towards the Hardin Valley sidelines. Number three, Pierce Palmer on the tackle. Yeah, as soon as that defender bit down to the Will Jones keeper, he flips it out to Cohen Beyblade. And I'm going to say they didn't start the clock on this one. So, yeah, 3-0-1 still showing on the clock. So, that was a free one, Ben. Yeah, this is, uh, this is common this season. We've had a lot of clock issues this year. I think a lot of times the remote, the remote clock is an issue. Uh, it seems to be at all facilities, all brands. Uh, all everything uh, it looks like at times it just doesn't respond to that uh, that Bluetooth or that wireless device. We'll go with that. Sounds good. 14 to seven is your score. The Denzo scoreboard has has been lit up here early in the first quarter. It's now moving, so they'll mark off. Let's see what they're gonna they're gonna credit the Red Rebels with. They're gonna say it keeps moving. So it's going to continue to count off. It's at 2.47 now, and they'll look to uh, to get back to the line of scrimmage. They're going to move Eli Elkins left to right across the formation. Will Jones takes the shotgun snap. He's going to hand it to Price Davis. Price goes off right guard, and he's going to pick up a yard and no more as it'll be third and three upcoming. Stack Elkins on that right side. Price Davis just follows Elkins over there on that right side. Harden Valley wasn't full. They're there to make the tackle. Yeah, big number 62 for Hardin Valley, Rocco Pritchard. Tell me that.
Big. Big guy. Big guy. Will Jones is going to clean his clean his hands, and he's going to look. Got trips to the right, one to the left, and he's going to pull it out of Price Davis's gut, and he's going to take off on his own, Ben. He's going to get across the 35, cross the 40, and he is going to get up to the 43-yard line, and that's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Will Jones snagged that one from a sure tackle and got a first down off of it. Well, 90% of that is the fake that he that he faked the handoff, makes the cut up the hash mark there. Number 12, Ty Henderson's right there to make the tackle. Great run by Will Jones. Yeah, way to stay on the hash mark, get what you can get, and he got a first down out of it. Will Jones back in shotgun formation quickly. Takes the shotgun snap. Now play action. Going to take a little two-step drop. Gets the gets out in the flat to J- Jackson Llewellyn. He's going to get across midfield. Cuts back. Gets across the 45-40. And he is going to be down inside the Hardin Valley 40-yard line. They're going to say down to the 34-yard line. Jackson Llewellyn does a five-yard drag route. Makes a nice catch. Runs across towards the Hardin Valley sidelines. Up the field, number 12, Ty Henderson on the tack. 22-yard pickup for number three, Jackson Llewellyn. He's quick as a hiccup, Ben. Minute and 12 seconds to go and, and counting. And Will Jones looks to the sideline to get the play. He's feeling him. He's feeling it tonight. Those hiccups can be pretty quick, huh? I mean, I think give or take. Will Jones will stand in shotgun formation. Two receivers to the right. He'll have Ori Vananda Walker to his right hip pocket. Takes the snap, three-step drop. Going to look to uncork it. He's got a man downfield, and he is going to catch the football, Ben, and that is going to be number six, Britton Barrett, for the touchdown. Touchdown, Rebels! What a play by Will Jones. Charlie Manu, number two, just runs about two yards and just stops running near the Maryville sidelines to pull that other corner up. That opens up the back of the field. Nice touchdown throw by Will Jones. Yeah, I love how he how he threw it up and over the defender. It was either going to be a catch or it was going to be an incomplete safe pass. The latter, the latter is what happened is a safe pass, safe catch, and a touchdown, and the Denzo scoreboard changed. It now reached the Rebels 20 and Harden Valley 7, and just like that, Hudson Jamerson knocks through the PAT, and it now reads 21-7. to So with 47 seconds to go here in the first quarter, your Rebels 21, Harden Valley 7. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Yep, it's that time once again. It's football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like-new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Miraville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owns to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. Twin City Certified in Miraville. It's the Quality you deserve. Yeah, you can hear me now. And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here, Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. As the cheerleaders are running the, the Power M and the R-E-B-E-L-S across the home or the visiting stands for the faithful. Will Jones and company been it's it's electric. I don't. I don't even know if GE could power that one. As he's got three possessions, three touchdowns. Looks like he's gonna kick this one away. Sarah will get it, and he is gonna be fielded at the one yard line. They thought it was a touchback. A little delayed run, but they're gonna get it out across the 25. And it looks like Harden Valley will get it out to 29. Sorry, I was a little fangirl there, but Ben, 
this offense really, I mean, it's wearing it out right now. Well, what's encouraging on that drive for Maryville fans is Will Jones makes a nice play-action run for a first down, so he shows he can scoot. And then he throws a corner route with lots of poise to Britton Barrett for a big touchdown. So he's a threat to those backers. It caused a lot of confusion. Well, and the thing is, he's working inside out right now. He's still very much in, in, involved in the run game, but he's looking to push it downfield with his arm. And that's a, that's a tough, tough task for a defense. Standifer and company going to bring it out for Harden Valley. He'll stand in shotgun formation. He takes the snap. Now he's going to hand it off. That's going to be to number 13. That's going to be Brady Hogriff, and he's going to get around, and they're going to say no gain, maybe a half-yard loss. Makes a cut up the hash mark there. Gets about gets about a half-yard loss. You're right, Wayne. Number uh, 24, Michaela Hayes on the tackle. If you can't see it, you can feel the glare I'm getting from Ken Main, who says there's no half-yards. Going to be second and 10 upcoming. And looks like Harden Valley is going to be okay to let this quarter come to an end. Nine, eight, seven, and counting. And looks like Harden Valley will walk toward their sideline. The Red Rebels will walk toward theirs. At the end of one, your Rebels lead set 21 to seven here at Harden Valley. Let's take a break. Listen to our fine sponsors. When we come back, second quarter action on the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week, 95.7 Duke FM. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executives, and they can help with all your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. The Dwight Price Group. Call 888-SOLD, which is 865-888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The Dwight Price Group. The right home with the right price. But I got a chance here. Let me clear my And welcome back to Rebel Radio and the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here, Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. As they reset the second quarter clock, the end of quarter stats brought to you by Cadunza. 16 total plays, 190 yards for the Red Rebels, 8 plays, 85 yards for Hardin Valley. But quickly, they're out in, in shotgun formation. Stanifer's going to look to throw it. Going to throw it high. Intended receiver was number six, Brody Lamb. And it is going to go high and incomplete. Closest one to that one was a Red Rebel. Yeah, five-yard quick slant, ball thrown high. Quickly back to the line of scrimmage, but individually, Will Jones leads the rushing category, three touches, 27 yards. Price Davis, Vananda Walker each with 22 yards. And then Charlie Manu, one catch, 39, and a touchdown. Britton Barrett, one for 35, and a touchdown. Uh, and then Eli Elkins, two for 18, and a touchdown. And looks like there is going to be maybe yet again another clock issue. There's no movement of the, the game clock on that uh, on that second down play that was incomplete. Yeah, I think one key stat, Wayne, 113 yards passing to 77 rushing yards. So this, this year, it's been the latter. We've been running the ball more in total offense than passing. So how about that first quarter for Will Jones? Well, I think another stat that, that to keep in mind is we're staying ahead of the sticks. That whole first, uh, first quarter, three offensive possessions, only two third down attempts, no fourth down attempts. So really just staying, having good first downs. That leads to second and short. A lot of options for the young guy. It looks like they are going to they're going to break this clock in uh, tonight one way or another. 11:55 is what they'll credit Hardin Valley with on on second down. It'll be third and ten upcoming as they'll take their next snap at their own 29-yard line. They're going to be in in a huddle. They'll quickly break it. Standifer will bring his uh, his team to the line of scrimmage. He'll have two receivers to the right. 
And he'll have, looks like Holgriff to his his right hip pocket. Little three-step drop, and it looks like we are going to get there. And number 88 for the Red Rebels. That's going to be Jack Carter in there for the sack. Talk about pressure, Ben. Jack was on the blind side. Jack Carter comes flying off the edge there and sop choppy bird of the quarterback, big buddy. Well, really, yeah, and did not take his foot off the gas. Cleaned house there in the backfield. It's going to bring up fourth and 17, and pump formation is on. Number 41 for Hardin Valley. That'll be Nathan Holbrook. Uh, we'll kick this one away. He is listed, Ben, as tight end linebacker kicker at six foot, 200 pounds, so uh, he can do it all. He's going to get a low snap. He's going to three-step, kick it away. Nice spinner, and it is going to be caught by – it's going to be Faust. Faust is going to get across midfield, near midfield, and he's going to be chopped down, a little shoelace tackle at midfield stripe, and that's where the Rebels will take over first and ten. This quarter, they'll work left to right on Hawk Stadium's field. Good concentration there by Faust. Catch football, head towards the Maryville sidelines. Tackle eventually made by number one, Michael Stewart. That's a big junior there, 6'1", 200 pounds. And as the sun begins to set, the chill is in the air, Ben. We're, uh, tomorrow, I think, is the start of fall. I thought you were about to quote some Phil Collins right there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I can feel it. 89, <laughs> Mr. Faust. As uh, looks like Will Jones is actually going to hand it off this time to Price Davis, and Price is going to go right off uh, the center, Logan McGlamory's left side, and he's going to pick up about three yards. It's going to be second and seven. Looks like Ty Henderson, number 12, makes the tackle there, made a good read on that gap. And quickly, not, not much of a huddle, just a little talk, and Will Jones will get back in shotgun formation. Two receivers to the right, two to the left. And he'll have Price Davis to his left hip pocket. A little play action to Price. He's going to flip it left. He's going to get it to, to Britton Barrett. Britton Barrett gets free, 30-25. And he is going to be pushed out of bounds at the 20-yard line, Ben. Britton Barrett, sure-handed receiver, working well for Will Jones tonight. We're on the fringe of the Huddleston Law Firm red zone. Great pass, good run, but how about Alex Boyd there? He blocked one guy at the first level, got to the second level, made another nice block. Good job by the Red Rebels front. Well, here's the thing. Will Jones, with his eyes alone, is moving about eight or nine of this Hardin Valley defense. Looks right, moves them, then looks left, gets gets he gets Britton Barrett. He's going to hand it off this time, and it is going to be Price Davis that gets the football on the sweep play, gets inside the 15 and pushed out of bounds at the, at the 11. They're going to say second and short. Yeah, just had number seven, Brady Miner, to beat on that sweep play. He closed off the edge and pushed him out of bounds. If you're just joining us, 21-7 in favor of the Red Rebels, 10-06 to play in this second quarter. Will Jones with his first varsity start. Three possessions, three touchdowns. Will Jones in shotgun formation. He's going to move Price into motion. Little sweep play. No, he's going to keep it. Go straight ahead forward. Needed a yard, Ben, and they're going to say he got a yard and a half. He's going to get a first down, and it'll be first and goal Red Rebels. Uh, Dwight Price of Realty Executives, first down. Nice fake on the jet sweep there. Number one, Michael Stewart reads it and gets the tackle. I think you just got to know what you need. You didn't need a home run there. You just needed a base hit, and Will Jones knocked it through. 9.43 to go here in the half. Lot to talk about as we as we get closer to that Barnett Roofing halftime show. Will Jones looks to his backer. That's going to be Ori Vananda Walker. Now he's going to take the shotgun snap. Now he's going to he's going to fake it to Ori, and he is going to put the football on the turf. Let's see who's going to keep it. And it looks like Hardin Valley falls on it first. It's going to be a turn back by the Hardin Valley defense. Really, the first mistake of this first half, Ben, and it's going to be a turnover. Yeah, that's another intelligent football player on the other side of the ball there. Number one, Michael Stewart. We talked about him. He is a 
He creates chaos in the backfield. He gets in the backfield there and make and gets the fumble recovery for Harden Valley. Yeah, and that's just that's unfortunate. That was freshman to sophomore handoff, and just really uh, both of them fighting to get that football back. But Harden Valley got on it first. They're deep in their own territory, Ben. You just got to flush that one, get on defense, and get the football back. Yeah, reset. Standifer will bring the troops out, and we will see what happens here. He's got to know that this is a moment that he could get a little momentum back for his Hawks. Standifer's going to be in shotgun. He's going to take it. He's going to call it himself, and he is going to go around left end or attempt to, and he is going to be chopped down. Let's see who got that one. I think that's going to be number 24, Matthew Covert. Yeah, Matthew Covert gets the tackle. It started by Hunter Olivet. He swings him around. Covert cleans it up. Yeah, really pushed Standifer out wide and made him step probably two or three steps closer to the hash than he wanted to. Covert, 42 tackles on the year. He leads the team, had 12 tackles against West, had nine tackles against Science Hill. They're going to say Standifer picked up one yard on the play. It'll be second and nine. Ball on their own 11. Standifer looks to the sideline. He'll be in shotgun, takes the snap. Now he's going to hand it to the backer. I think that's going to be number See if we get that number 13. I think that's Brady Hogriff, and he's going to get around right side, and they're going to say they're going to say no gain. Hogriff tries to get to that hash mark and gets plowed by Matthew Covert. Yeah, no gain on the play, third and nine. Really, this defensive front, Arden Valley wants to run the football, but but our Rebel defense says we don't want you to. If you look here, Ben, as they're in a, they're in a quick huddle. Uh, a pretty good night of football, as you see the Kona ice truck over here. A lot of people visiting that one, but a lot of people standing on the fences watching this football game. Standifer in shotgun. He's going to take the snap. He's going to play action, and now he's going to just have to heave it over to the sideline, and it is going to be out of trouble, intended for number 16, Isaac Shelby, but he wasn't even in the zip code. Yeah, good job by that defensive front. They get in the backfield, get their hands up. Standifer really just had to chuck it and throw it away. Well, I think he had to, to hope where Shelby was going to be because he couldn't see him because the defensive linemen had their hands in the air. It's going to bring up fourth and nine, and that's going to be a big stand for the defense as number 41, Nathan Holbrook, will come on to punt this one away. Really just netted one yard positive for the Hawks out of that turnover. Holbrook will stand in his own end zone. He'll take the snap clean, kicks it away. We were in block, but uh, did not get there. And it is going to take a Harden Valley bounce. Gets across midfield, and it will roll, 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 and come to rest at the hard, or at the Maryville 36-yard line. That's where they'll take over first and 10 going left or right here. Yeah, Holbrook kicks a wobbler, not one of his best kicks, but when it lands... He reaps the reward off that one, Wayne. It rolls for about 10 or 15 yards there. Yeah, end over ends either going to help you or hurt you, and in that one it landed right and took off for the for the Hardin Valley Hawks. Going to be a nice uh, net of about 53 yards on that punt. So Holbrook continues to, to dazzle with his foot. Will Jones, he is going to be back out there, three receivers to the left, none to the right. He's going to take the shotgun snap. Now he's going to hand it to Price Davis. Price gets wide, gets across the 40, 45, 50, 45, and they're going to say he stepped out of bounds at the 47-yard line. That should be enough for a Red Rebel first down. Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. That's one of the attributes that Will Jones is not getting a lot of credit for. He fakes the playoff earlier in the ball game. You've got to respect that right there. He goes with it in the backer's bite. Three receivers left, same formation. Price to his left hip pocket. Will Jones takes the snap. Now he's going to deliver out to Britton Barrett. Britt undercuts the defender. He's going to get across midfield into Hardin Valley territory. 
He's going to get down to the 47-yard lines of the Hawks. It's going to be a nice pickup. Looks like pickup of six. It'll be second and four. Pretty ball thrown out there in the perimeter, and great block by Charlie Manu right around the 50-yard line to create positive yardage there for the Red Rebels. 7-0-8 to go here in the second quarter. Again, three out of four drives have went deep into Hardin Valley, three of them with touchdowns. It's going to be Will Jones, low snap. He's going to look to uncork it. He is going to be stopped and dropped as as the defender broke loose, and Will didn't see him, and he is going to drop the quarterback for a sack. It's going to be number four, Andrew Beeler, 6'215 pound senior, got free. Yeah, Andrew Beeler gets in the backfield on the blind side, reaches that paw around on that shoulder pad, makes just enough tug, and now he's hit the turf. And looks like, yeah, Beeler must have landed funny on that sack as he is now on the turf getting tended to. I don't, I'm not sure if that's a, that's a cramp there because he did have to get over the offensive lineman. But, Ben, wish the best for Beeler. He's, he's a great defender. He's just had to deal with our offensive line most of the night. But let's just jump down to Chris. Chris, what are you seeing from Will Jones? What are you seeing from this offense? And just really the, uh, the multiple sets that we're seeing out of this offense. Yeah, fellas, I mean, Will Jones is looking good. Minus that one little uh, hiccup with the fumble a while ago. I mean, he's been spot on. These passes are on point. I mean, dropping them in a bucket tonight. Absolutely. As Beeler is going to be up and and walk off on his own power, does look to be pretty tinged up, and so he will be tended to by the trainers. But wish him the best. Again, one one of the better defenders on this Hardin Valley team. But it is going to be third and eight upcoming for the Red Rebels. They'll be on their own 49-yard line. Again, working left to right here at Hawk Stadium. Will Jones looks to the sideline. He will check the play at the line of scrimmage. He'll have trips to the right, and he'll have Britton Barrett on the, the left side by himself. He moves Price Davis out flat, and then it looks like he's going to deliver it to Eli Elkins across the middle into Hawks territory. Needed nine, got about 13, Ben. He is going to be down at the Hawk 38-yard line. First and 10 Rebels, Dwight Price of Realty Executives, first down. Harden Valley brings the blitz up the middle. Eli Elkins schemed open there across the middle on that slant. Number three, Pierce Palmer makes the tackle. Nice delivery by Will Jones. A touch pass caught him in stride, and Eli does the rest, gets the first down. Quickly back to the line of scrimmage. Now they'll have two receivers to the right and one to the left, and they'll have, looks like, Ori Vananda Walker stacked up to the right side. They'll move Price to his right hip pocket. He'll take the shotgun snap. Play action. Looks like Will Jones to deliver. He's going to get it to Britton Barrett. Britton Barrett inside the 20-yard line of Harden Valley, and it's going to be another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down inside the Huddleston red zone. And as the Huddleston law firm red zone is broken, a penalty will bring this one back. That play action had the linebackers biting towards the front of the line there. That opened up the dig route. Britton Bear makes some nice catch, and number two, Garrett Light makes the tackle. 5.38 to go here in the second quarter. Rebels lead 21-7, and Will Jones just threw a dime, and he had to give change back. This one came back. It is going to be... It's going to be first and 15, ball on the Hardin Valley 43-yard line. He'll look to the sideline. He'll have trips to the right-hand side. It'll be Manu, Babley, and Eli Elkins, Britton Barrett to the left. Bryce Davis in the backfield with Will Jones. He'll take it. He'll play action, and he'll look to throw it out in the flat. It's going to be Eli Elkins, the intended receiver, and it's going to lead him just too much, fall incomplete. It'll be second and 15. Well, hats off to Nash Danette. Defender gets in the backfield, makes a nice block, pushes him back towards the 40. 
Good block, Nash. And looks like Pierce Palmer was going to be in defense there. Uh, he gives up arguably about 70 pounds to Eli Elkins. So Whew. you'd like to see him catch that. But it's going to be a timeout, Hardin Valley. Let's take one with him. Ali Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage Timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. You can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman of Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories, or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here, Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM with 5.12 to go here in the second quarter. Rebels lead 21-7 here at Hardin Valley. Rebels are working left or right here on Hawk in Hawk Stadium. Uh, Will Jones, the freshman, getting his first varsity start and has, has given his team a two-touchdown lead to this point, looking for more. Doing really good with that play action. The backers in the corners are having to bite in their zone coverage areas. Really would like to capitalize on this possession. Maybe another one should the defense get it back for us because we did get the football first, so Hardin Valley will get it to open the second half. Will Jones takes the shotgun snap. He's going to hand it to Price Davis. Price weaves his way through to the defenders, and he's going to pick up the penalty yardage, and he's going to get back near the original line of scrimmage. It will be third and ten upcoming. Makes a counter play up towards the middle of the field. About to break a couple big tackles there. Wayne gets drugged down to the turf. Going to be at the Hardin Valley 38-yard line. Again, Will Jones looking to convert. Ten yards needed. Will Jones stays in shotgun. He'll take the snap. A little pitch play to Price Davis. Price gets wide, gets free. Gets across the 30-yard line. He's going to get the first down. Gets across the 20, and he's going to be pushed out of bounds at the 15-yard line. Nice play. Nice downfield blocking. And Price Davis, he scampered down there. Let's see what the call is on the field. We got some laundry on the field here, Wayne. Let's see. Looks like the Rebels are going the wrong direction to be in our favor. Here we get the signal. Looks like it's going to be maybe, yes, a hold against the Red Rebels, and it will negate the Price Davis first down run. It'll be a repeat of third down, and it will be third and 17 as the Rebels head toward Pellissippi here at at, at Hardin Valley Academy. 21 to seven, your score, 432 to play. I think you air it out here. A glorified punt if needed. Absolutely. And we're gonna see third and they're gonna say a long 16. Will Jones in shotgun, he'll take the snap. Two step drops, gonna look to throw it. It is gonna be batted up in the air and fall complete. And looks like I'm trying to see who batted it. That's number one, Michael Stewart, the edge rusher. Yeah, he skies. He probably jumps about 35 inches off the ground, gets his paw on it, and it's going to flip it up. And looks like they will elect to punt it away from the uh, from the Hardin Valley 45-yard line, and Hudson Jamerson will be in punt formation. Yeah, Michael Stewart had that fumble recovery earlier. He's got two forced fumbles on the season, five sacks, six tackles for loss. He's, uh, he's definitely a threat over there on that side, Wayne. 
Camerson will stand at the Rebel 40-yard line as he'll kick this one toward the high school. Good snap as he'll step it off and kick it away. A nice spinner will bounce at the 15-yard line and take a Maryville bounce at the 10, and it will come to rest right there at the 10. And with 419 to go, Hardin Valley takes over. Yeah, and, what, what and I think this is a huge series for Hardin Valley. They they want to get some momentum headed into the half because they could double dip here if they get a score. Yeah, very important for them if they want to keep this game close. And I think it's big for our defense because we have been able to really hold this team down to this point. Standifer's a good player. I think he's got some good receivers on the edges. So we've just got to stay to our gaps, stay to our assignments, and, and more importantly, what we've seen early here, get upfield and make Stanford a little bit uh, uncomfortable in the pocket. Well, we talked in the pregame show about how well these linebackers are playing. That last drive proved it and what they did for negative yardage on that drive. 13 plays, 79 yards is all Stanford can muster at this point. He's going to keep it himself. He's going to stretch the pocket. He's going to get wide and get nowhere as looks like there's going to be a penalty flag at the end of this one. It's kind of in the neighborhood of holding. Tried to get to the outside there. The tackle was made by number 11, Hunter Olivet. They're going to say he gets out to the 11-yard line initially, and we'll see where this one steps off after the penalty is assessed. Officials talking there on the on the number 10. They're on the Hardin Valley side of this one. It's going to say block in the back against the Hawks. Should be a half the distance to the goal, and it'll be it'll be set up at the six-yard line. Interesting. Previous play was at the five. Lots of penalties in the first half, Wayne. Yeah, really, and and, and a lot of these are I don't want to say effort plays, but they are in attempts to 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 benefit their team. You know what I'm saying? It's not careless. 4.07 to play here in the first half, 21-7 in favor of the Red Rebels. Again, penalty makes it first and 14. Standiford on his own one-yard line. He's going to roll the pocket to the right. He's going to look to throw it. It is going to be undercut by the defender, and it's going to fall incomplete. Looks like Royal Curtis all over that one nearly picked him off. Yeah, pressure was coming in the backfield. Had to get rid of it quick, and Royal Curtis makes a nice play. Yeah, Royal Curtis is about a half step away from, from dancing his way Dion style into the end zone. And that was number 35, Caleb Reeves, the blindside bandit, going hauling in the backfield, causing that pressure. Second and 14. Standiford's got to feel comfortable with his offensive line. He extended that play completely in his own end zone for the majority of that run. Yeah. Second and 14, 346 to play here in the half. Rebels lead 21 to 7. Standiford quickly checks the play at the line of scrimmage. He's actually going to step all the way down to the tight end to make sure they understand this one. He's going to move a man in motion, and I think just too much razzle-dazzle as it's going to be a false start against Hardin Valley, another half-the-distance penalty. Looks like that was number 55, Durgan Ragland, on the jump. It's going to be set up at the three-yard line, so an effective three-yard penalty, Ben. Second and 17 as now the – Basically, the edges and the quarterback and everybody will be in the end zone for this one. Second and 17. Again, they want a clean play here because you don't need a defensive score if you're Hardin Valley. I like one, though. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. Looks like the clock has, has ceased to move yet again, and now they'll look at the Hardin Valley officials to see if they can't get this working. 346 is what's what's on the clock. Let's uh, let's jump down to hips yet again. 
Hips, what can you say uh, about this Rebel defense smothering uh, just uh, a collective effort to get upfield and make it really tough on Standiford for Hardin Valley? Yeah, fellas, I mean, I'm going to give a lot of credit to this linebacking crew. I mean, they are downhill running, hard hitting, making uh, life miserable for this uh, Hardin Valley offense. Yeah, looks like the clock has been as big of an issue for them as we have been, as now they're looking to they're, – they're going to a backup plan, looks like it. Yeah, coming into the ball game, 276 yards of total offense against this Red Rebel defense, 16 points on average. And get this, Wayne, 10 of 36 on third down. That's a that's a, some pretty incredible statistics there. Yeah, that's, that's a very good line there. But as they're, they're still working on the clock issues, let's take us a break. Ali Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Folks, want the best possible mortgage rate in terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and operated. We're part of your community. And when you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500. 865-238-7500. Or text VOLUNTEER to 33655. NMLS 1641325. This is Coach Ramsey. I coach the defensive line. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Go Rebels. And welcome back. Well, uh, they do, Ben, uh, they did to the scoreboard what I do to most things. Just turn it off, turn it back on, uh, see if that fixes it. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, 3.45 to play, 21-7 to the Rebels. Uh, we'll see if that's the fix. But, Ben, uh, look around the area. Of course, we'll get some score updates at the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show. But one score to talk about, last night's Thursday game, Beard and Farragut, both region opponents, both in front of the Red Rebels later here in this season. Bearden gets the best of the Admirals, 21-14 to last night. Yeah, Bearden sophomore Jason Thompson wound up with the lion's share of carries on the evening due to the injury that – uh, was sustained by Merriweather. The senior tailback and Purdue commit was sidelined that night, but he played an excellent football game for Bearden. Well, and sometimes it is next man up. I think uh, in, in this season the Red Rebels can really sympathize with that mentality, and ultimately we're seeing it here tonight uh, with the likes of Price Davis, Will Jones, and company. But looks like the clock is going to count now, and so we'll go back to playing as Hardin Valley is going to take that second down snap inside their own own goal line. They'll be they'll get out to the two yard line here. It looks like they're going to back up just a little bit more. That was second and seventeen from the three, maybe third and eighteen from the two. End around right there in the backfield, number twenty four, Covert makes the tackle. And I'm, I'm very surprised, Ben, that, that Hardin Valley's continuing to really look to run this football uh, here deep in their own territory. You would think they would try to push the back end of this defense. Yeah, at some point you've got to test the outside perimeter, get away from those backers. That's the only way you're going to get some positive yardage on this, on this drive. And maybe what Royal Curtis did there on the early down really made that uh, maybe not an option. So Standifer's actually going to go under center, keeps it for himself, and he is just going to kind of mosey ahead forward. I think just try to clear some room for for Holbrook to kick this one away. Yeah, Zach Hampill, number 43 and company in there on the tackle. Yeah, he is going to – he went under center, just kind of stutter step, went ahead forward. He's going to get it out to their five-yard line. I think it's just going to give Holbrook a little bit of room to kick this one away. To tell you how deep they are, Ben – uh, Colton Faust, uh, who is the return man here for the Red Rebels, will stand at the Hardin Valley 
40-yard line. Holbrook will have his heels on the back end of this end zone. He'll look to kick it away. And there's going to be a flag on the play. I think that's going to that's going to negate the little positive game that Standiford just put out there. It'll it'll back back up the Hawks. Yeah, with it with where this ball is placed, we're only going to get about a yard on that penalty there, Wayne. And it looks like that was a boomer there by Holbrook as it lands at midfield and rolls down to the Maryville 30-yard line. Let's hope he doesn't have two of those in his bag. 2.14 to go here in the first half. Rebels lead 21-7. Again, Will Jones making that first start. A pretty crisp look for a lot of the, the playmakers here. Just some penalties is kind of taking some points away from the Rebels. Holbrook will stand yet again at, at the heels on the end zone, and he'll get the snap, kick it away. It's going to be a high boomer spinner, and looks like Faust is going to retreat. He's going to return it from the, the Maryville 45-yard line. He's going to get wide. He is going to get across the 45, across the 50, back to the 45, and he'll step out of bounds at the Hardin Valley 44-yard line. There's going to be a penalty on the play. I wouldn't be surprised if it's not a block in the back just because of the change of field there. Probably going to be a block in the back, but hats off to Colton Faust on that catch. That was like a Willie Mays catch. He turns around, heads towards the 40-yard line, makes the catch, and is able to get some positive yardage after the block. Yeah, they're going. that's going to be a spot foul, so it will be the, the foul will have occurred on the Maryville side of the 50, and so they will mark it off from there. And so it looks like the Rebels will be – It'll, it'll still be good field position, positive field position, but not, not what it would have been with Colton Faust's return. That catch right there by Faust shows you his athletic ability, Wayne. Yeah, and, and another freshman getting an opportunity there. The injury to Zeke McCoy uh, just, just allows Colton to, to step in there, and uh, you know what? He's, he's making it work. Yeah, and watch Cohen Babley tonight as well, man. He's another young guy that can make some big plays. After the penalty is assessed, the Rebels will take over first and 10 from their own 35-yard line. And just like that, set the football, Hardin Valley takes a timeout. Let's take one with them. Ali Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Denzo loves to cheer on their team. And now Denzo is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at more than $19 an hour, depending on shift. Denzo has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings. Competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401K, health insurance, on-site Denzo-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at denzocareers.com slash D-E-N-S-O careers.com slash Maryville. Get in the game. Join the Denso team at denzocareers.com slash Maryville and start crafting your future today. And welcome back to Hardin Valley Academy in the Jung Be Gone Game of the Week. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, where your Rebels lead the Hardin Valley Hawks 21-7. to It's going to be Will Jones in shotgun formation. He'll move Jackson Llewellyn across the formation. Jackson will get the sweep handoff, and he will get upfield, and he will get back to the line of scrimmage on the sweep play and no more. It'll be second and 10. Tried to get to the outside there, number 41, Nathan Holbrook. Just frees himself from his block, makes the tackle near the sideline. Kind of slow developing play, just allowed Hardin Valley to kind of seal the edge and push Llewellyn to the sideline, make the tackle. He'll quickly get back in shotgun formation. Two receivers left, two to the right. Will Jones and company working left to right. 
It's going to be play action. Will Jones across the middle is going to get it to Eli Elkins. Eli Elkins gets through the first defender, through the second, and into Hardin Valley territory down to the Hawks' 45-yard line. Hawks bring the blitz, open up the middle of the field on the five-yard slant. Nice catch by Elk, tackle made, 23, Caden Kuchar. That's another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Will back to the line of scrimmage, play action. Now he's going to deliver it out in the flat. That's going to be Manu. Manu's going to get wide, going to get free, and he is going to go through the 20, down to the 15, still fighting. Five, four, three, two, one. Touchdown, Rebels. And looks like there will be, I think there's another bit of laundry there. Let's see what the call is. Manu makes a nice cut down there near the 25-yard line on number three, Pierce Palmer. Let's see what the call is from the officiating crew. By the way, the Rebels are bringing on the PAT. I think it may be a face mask on the attempted tackle of Manu. It is going to be a face mask. Hey, these old eyes, they still work, Ben. Yeah, they work good. I mean, <laughs> blind squirrel every now and again. But 101 on the clock. The Denzo scoreboard just changed it. Now read your Rebels, 27, and the Hawks, 7. And looks like Jamerson will be on to attempt. The snap is good. The hold is down. The kick is up. And, Ben, the kick is good. The Denzo scoreboard now reads your Red Rebels 28 and the homestanding Hardin Valley Hawks 7. You're listening to Rebel Radio and the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week 95.7 Duke FM. Pokies and Sports invites you to stop by their store to check out their amazing selection of school spirit gear. Need trophies, awards, or plaques for your team or business? Pokies has it all. Everything from sporting goods to screen printing, monogramming to laser engraving, and even letter jackets. Pokies represents all local schools with their selection and can create a personalized design. Since 1995, the Tinker family has been happily serving our local area with all its school spirit needs. Check out Pokies online at pokies.net or give them a call at 865-984. And don't forget, when you leave Pokies, to check out the Village Tinker just a short walk down Broadway for unique gifts and home goods. You'll be glad you did. Go Rebels! From the Hep Plumbing Studios, we want to be your plumber. This is WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, 95.7 Duke FM. Your home for Maryville Rebels football. And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here. Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. And looks like it is going to be a kick that goes into the end zone for Sarah. And it is going to be a touchback. And Hardin Valley will bring it out to their own 20-yard line. little correction there. Charlie Manu and Britton Barrett on the same side of the field crossed up. It was actually Britton Barrett with that reception, with that fight, and with that touchdown for the Red Rebels. So credit Britton Barrett for that touchdown. Two impressive things for me was, one, it was a low snap to Will Jones. He recovers from it, makes a nice pass in the perimeter. And number two, look at the footwork by Barrett to get upfield, even after a penalty gets that touchdown. Yeah, really, really just refuses to go down. I mean, you you hear that a lot, but we just saw it in motion there. As Stanford will bring the offense for Hardin Valley out, they're going to look to hand it off. That is going to be Hogriff on the left sweep, and he is going to get maybe a yard. Tried to get to the sidelines. He saw that edge was sealed by number 11, Hunter Olivet. Nice tackle by Hunter. And looks like Maryville, the hungry bunch, they're going to take a timeout here with 56 seconds, trying to preserve this and get maybe another rip at it. Let's go down to the uh, to the sideline. 
Hips, thanks for the keen eyes on that on that catch by Barrett. Again, what did you see there? Fought through a face mask to score a touchdown. Yeah, fellas, I mean, an excellent play call there by the coaching staff. Uh, Brenton caught it out here in the opening one-on-one. Harden Valley player tried to do everything he could, grabbed him by the face mask, but just a strong drive and will to get in the end zone for Brenton there. Hippie, what do you think about that low snap recovery by Will Jones? And he threw a bullet, just a perfect right there in stride pass in the perimeter. Yes, fellas. I mean, he's just the way he's commanding the field right now. It's incredible, for especially for a freshman in his first start. He's feeling it for sure. Thanks, Cripps. And, and again, uh, taking a timeout there, 56 seconds to go. It's going to bring up second, second and about eight yards to go for Harden Valley. Uh, I think that shows the confidence in this coaching staff to, to get another rip at it on offense uh, try to add some more points to this one. Standifer, he's going to bring his troops back out after the timeout. He's going to have kind of a stack set to the right side, one receiver. Now he's going to hand it off to Holgriff. Holgriff's going to get around the right end or stretch the field, and he is going to go backwards. He's going to lose about a yard and a half. Yeah, that's number 11. Hunter Olivet gets to the outside, able to make the tackle there, Wayne. Uses about 10 seconds a game clock. It's going to be third, and we're going to say a long nine. And Maryville takes another timeout. Let's take one with them, maybe the last one of the half. You're listening to the Jung Be Gone Game of the Week as your Rebels lead the Hardin Valley Hawks 28-7, 95.7, Duke FM. Are you facing the challenge of burying piping, wires, or conduits underground? Here's the game changer, Underground Connection. The underground drilling and boring experts since 2005. They do directional boring, the method of choice when traditional trenching isn't feasible or when you desire minimal surface disturbance. Your go-to team for all commercial and residential underground drilling work, including rock, is Underground Connection. Fully licensed, insured, and proudly TDOT and gas approved. Call now, 865 865- 406-4127. Don't let traditional trenching hold you back. Call 865-406-4127. You'll be glad you did. And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone game of the week as Harden Valley back on offense. Sandifer's going to roll the pocket. He's going to try to throw it. He's going to have to tuck it and get dropped in the backfield. Back to the Hardin Valley nine-yard line, and that's going to bring up fourth down. That's number 35, Caleb Reeves, getting in the backfield, putting up some more big numbers for this Red Rebel defense. You know, one stat that was, I don't want to say lacking, but maybe lower than others was quarterback pressures and sacks. Well, here tonight, we're going to continue to add to that total Two sacks on the night, and really Standifer's been in distress most of the night. Yeah, Caleb Reeves on the year coming into this ball game had one sack, one tackle for a loss, 41 tackles overall, one interception, one forced fumble, and one defensive touchdown. Looks like Maryville's going to get the football back here with probably about 35 or so seconds to go here in the second quarter. What does that say about the aggressive nature of this offensive staff, but then the belief that we can go down there and put some points on the board? Yeah, hats off to Coach Miner. As a coach, you have to show that you believe in your kids, and that's what he's doing right here. He's not giving up on them. um, And to this point, Harden Valley hasn't shown any quit. Yeah, I think I think they still want to do some nice things, but we'll see. We'll see. Looks like Colton Faust is going to be standing at the Rebel 48-yard line, looking to return this one. It's going to be Holbrook is going to kind of shank that one, and it is going to go out of bounds at the Hardin Valley 46-yard line, and that's where the Rebels will take over first and ten. 
A lot of pressure there in the back of the end zone. He kicks it up, and it just wobbles and gobbles, buddy, out, out of bounds. Yeah, it hits the it hits the turf about the, the Hardin Valley 45-yard line and takes a hard left and gets out of bounds. They're going to say it actually went out at the 48-yard line, and Will Jones says we'll take it. And with 33 seconds to go, we'll see if the freshman can, can create a little more magic. You need to check with Ken. I think that was the 48-and-a-half-yard line. Well, Ken doesn't believe in halves. That's right. If you don't believe me, just ask him. Will Jones checks the play at the line of scrimmage. He'll have two receivers to the left, two to the right, and he'll have Ori Vananda Walker to his left. A little three-step drop, going to look to deliver it short side. Eli Elkins is going to catch it at the 45 and step out of bounds. So pick up of three there, uh, just trying to test the edges here of this defense. So it'll be second and seven upcoming. Just about a two-yard bubble route, just runs around, turns around, quick button hook type. 17, Andrew Smith pushes him out of bounds. And, again, I think we've said it a lot tonight, but I think it's because it's warranted. Will Jones is just confident in his arm, confident in where he's going with the football, and he's delivering a pretty ball here tonight. Will Jones going to stay in shotgun. He'll take a low snap, a little three-step drop, wants to throw it. He's going to throw it across. He's going to get it to looks like that is going to be Eli Elkins. He is going to get inside the 25 or down inside the 35 down to the 30, and that is going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Eli Elkins gets skinny on that seam, just turns around on the button hook, number 23, Caden Kuchar on the tackle. That one's going to be negated because of a holding penalty, and so that will come back, and Rebels will do do back into their own territory, back to the 45. And so with 23 seconds to go, again, an opportunity here to put more on and uh, just trying to see what we can do here. Yeah, coming into the ball game, that was one of the improvement areas Coach Hunt talked about is penalties. They're up five penalties for 43 yards on average. They want to get that number down, of course, Wayne. Clock is back to moving, so Will Jones is going to have to speed up the cadence. He's going to move Ori Vananda Walker to his right hip pocket. Now he's going to move Britton Barrett into motion, and it's going to be a low snap. Will Jones, a little two-step drop, throws it across the middle. Cohen Beyblade with the reception, middle of the field, and that's how the first half will come to an end. Uh, at the end of two, Ben, a battle here, a lot of do do a lot of back and forth, a lot of fight on both ends of this one, but the Rebels go into the half leading the Hardin Valley Hawks by a score of 28-7. to Let's take a break, listen to our fine sponsors. When we come back, the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Coach Barnes, is that dry shampoo? Listen, Coach Harper, you know as well as anybody that every minute we coaches can save is a precious minute we get to spend at home. Is that why you bring this desk out onto the practice court? Well, not exactly, but it is why I love using go-kart curbside pickup at Food City. I order my groceries online, grab them on the way home without even leaving the car. Hey, my order ready? Gotta run. Hey, Coach, mind if I borrow your computer? Food City, the official supermarket of the Vols. Delosier Realty and Auction asks, should I have an estate sale? Trying to settle your parents' or grandparents' estate, you might wonder about selling their house, land, furniture, and vehicles. Many people trust Delosier Realty and Auction to hold an estate sale. Less stress, better results, from organizing to marketing to the actual auction to cleanup and closing. Just give Delosier the keys and they'll take care of the rest. Learn more at DelosierAuctions.com or call 865-681-7797. Delosier Realty and auction in Maryville. If you have junk that you need gone, give a bus to Junkie Gone. 
We're locally owned with the number one junk removal in East Tennessee for the past 18 years. Junk be gone off as 15 yard driveway dumpsters. We can do demolition or we can bring a two man crew to load it up for you. Give us a buzz at 865-675-5865 or visit us on the web at junkbegone.biz. Junk be gone is proud to bring you the Maryville High School Football Game of the Week. When there's stuff that you are gone, give a buzz to Junk be gone. Let's just do it, okay? Two quarters in the books, two more to go. Up next is the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show on your home for Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. One, two, three. The guys will take a look at first half highlights, scores from around the area, and keys to a big second half for the Rebels. This should be good. And welcome back into the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show right here, Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And, Ben, a tussle of 24 minutes has led to a 28-7 Rebel advantage here halfway through this one. Really like the poise, like the enthusiasm of really the entire football team. Just a handful of penalties take has taken about 14 points off the board and one big bust on defense allowed seven to, to splash on for Hardin Valley. Yeah, I'm going to talk about the positives. You talked about the penalties and those things that came that did not go our way, but Will Jones is playing with poise. He's running the football very well. How about that run by Britton Barrett? Uh, some good things going for Maryville right now. Did you call me a negative person? No. Like, I feel like I was attacked right there, but we'll, we'll let it roll. But as the uh, – I think they're called the Pride of the Valley Marching Band for Hardin Valley is out here and, and doing their field show. Really an interesting-looking field show. I, I want to speak on the positives as well. 240 yards of offense for the Red Rebels through two quarters of play. 19 rushes, 106 yards, 240 yards through the air. That's a, uh, that's a page of the book we haven't seen in a few weeks. Uh, They've got 34 total plays for 346 yards of offense. Hardin Valley, 20 total plays for 73 yards. They've got 13 rushes for a negative two, and they've got 75 passing yards. So really shut down the run is an understatement. Looking at individual stats for Hardin Valley, Brady Hogriff's really touched the ball the most. Six touches, three yards. Caleb Standiford with some sacks. Uh, He shows negative yardage on the night uh, in the rushing category for the Red Rebels. Price Davis leads the way, nine touches, 54 yards. Will Jones, six touches for 24, so six keepers there. And then Ori Vananda Walker, two touches for 22 yards, continues to run hard. And Cohen Beyblay, one for six. Look through the receiving categories. Tay Henderson, one catch, 46 yards, and a touchdown. Isaac Shelby, one catch, 29 yards. So, really, uh, two catches, all they could muster there in the first half. You look at the Red Rebels, though, spreading the football around. Five different receivers, Charlie Manu leading the way, two catches, 84 yards, uh, and a touchdown. Britton Barrett, three for 68, two touchdowns. And then Eli Elkins, five for 54 and a touchdown. Jackson Llewellyn has a, a catch for 21 yards. And then Cohen Beyblade, one for 13. So really spreading the football around. Again, Will Jones' efficiency allows that. And then ultimately defensively, take away one play, and it's a shutout pitched here. Yeah, and, and Wayne, I definitely owe you one. The improvement areas, when I was researching this week, coming into the ball game, 
inefficient on third down, inefficient on third down, 16 of 46. And you just read that stat number, three of four on third down. Low passing yardage coming in this game, 655 yards passing to 1,061 yards rushing on average. So we flipped the coin, so to speak, 240 yards to 106. Penalties on both sides, 11 penalties, Wayne, for 71 yards. That's an ugly – both Coach Miner and Coach Hunt are going to be talking to their team in halftime about cleaning those up. Yeah, I think that's really if there's any negative to pull from either squad, it's the fact that there has been some positives negated just based on some yellow laundry on the field. But I uh, uh, really want to talk about those stats again. Brought to you by uh, Cadenza. Again, European Auto Service. If you have uh, a Mercedes, a Volkswagen, uh, you have a, a Saab, any of those uh, European autos that need some service and really – not a lot of local people are going to want to touch those, honestly, because there's just a lot of technology there. Uh, Cadenza's there for you. Uh, they'll do what you need. They're on Alcoa Highway, uh, squished in between uh, the, I believe it's the Avis store and the Toyota dealership, uh, right there just down the street from the car wash. Yeah, a lot of friends that I have own European cars, and, and they use kind of a different metric system. So, you know, you want to take them to, to somebody that is familiar with those type of metrics and those uh, those car parts yeah yeah i mean it's 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 the difference between being a guy that can figure it out and a guy who knows what they're looking at right and there's a lot of difference there so i think cadenza's on the on the latter half they know what they're talking about and if you got a european auto check them out cadenza and you can give them a call let me get their number up right here as they are a new sponsor here cadenza.com but you can check them out give them a phone call 865-263-5600 but as the uh, the pride of the valley here, Hardin Valley's marching band does their field show, let's take a break here in the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show and listen to some great sponsors. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Dickens Turf and Landscape Supply with all the tools and equipment you could ever need for your lawn care. It's time to aerate and seed for fall, and their staff has the knowledge to get you the right products for your lawn, including proven turf grass technologies, tall fescue blend, custom organic blends, and more. And don't forget that fall fertilizer. When it comes time to cut that new lawn, Dickens Supply has the top brands you can trust, including the grass-fed bulls of Toro and Ferris Commercial Mowers. Use what the pros use. Shop Dickens Turf and Land. Landscape Supply in Knoxville and Maryville online at DickensSupply.com. Kadoza. Kadunza. Kadenzu. Kadoozy. Kadunza. Kawatsa. Kadunza. Unusual name, exceptional service. On your BMW, Mini Cooper, Mercedes, and Audi. Kadunza is locally owned and operated on Middlebrook Pike. Not your typical auto repair shop. There's no pressure. Upfront cost estimates on your BMW, Mini Cooper, Mercedes, and Audi service, repairs, and maintenance. Call 246-6569 or Kadunza.com. K-A-D-U-N-Z-A.com. Cadenza is a proud sponsor of the Maryville Rebels. It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, pistolcreekeats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week, but Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top-shelf barbecue, and you can thank me later.
And welcome back to the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. Rebels lead 28-7 here at halftime. Ben, got to be happy if you're Coach Hunt. Obviously, there's two sides to that coin. I think they're going to talk about the penalties that took away some big plays, but ultimately having a three-score lead with a freshman quarterback making his first start, I think if you if you put that in a bottle, you'd have it every week. Yeah, you have to be elated by how he is passing the football, how he's making quick decisions, but also on defense, Wayne, with the exception of that first play, 73 yards of total offense. So great job by those backers, the secondary and the defensive line. Jack Carter made a big sack in the first half, didn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Let's jump down to, to Chris Hips. Chris, uh couple things. One, this marching band for Hardin Valley just put on a nice show, but ultimately 24 minutes in the books and the Red Rebels put on a pretty good show too. Yeah, fellas. I mean, in that first half, um, I was down here talking with Mr. The Jeff Weaver about the first half, but the efficiency, I would say, on the offensive side, you know, minus the one fumble, every play, every drive was uh, ended up in a touchdown, it felt like. Defensively, uh, the tenacious defense. I mean, I love the way we're getting at the quarterback. I think we tripled our sack total on the season. I think we're at three or four for the game right now. I mean, what can you say? That was almost a fluent first half, perfect first half, minus just a couple of little uh, hiccups on uh, penalties. Yeah, and absolutely true. And if you take away the 46-yard touchdown that Hardin Valley, the kind of that that busted play on the back end, They've got 29 yards of offense. I mean, I think that speaks to stingy's not a good enough word, but it's the only one that shows up, Chris. Uh, I think I think you're going to have a happy coach hunt coming out of the locker room. Yeah, in the first few ball games this year, Nathan Holbrook was averaging five points a game in the first half. He's got four punts, so he's getting a lot of work back there punting the football. Yeah, and I think Holbrook really, uh, he's done a lot for this football team, not necessarily on the scoreboard, but I think he's continued to flip field and, and make Maryville go a little bit longer than they typically would have a traditional punter. Not that there's there's bad ones in East Tennessee, but there's not a lot of Nathan Holbrooks. So let's just put it out there. He's going to kick at the next level. He's a really nice kid, uh, does a lot for this football team, and, and flip field I, I can count at least four times. Yeah, and he's got that linebacker mentality. He's made a couple big tackles out there in the perimeter this season. I mean, 41 is a pretty sweet number, so he's uh, he, he living it right now, living that linebacker mentality. But looks like it, it is homecoming here at Hardin Valley. They are, they are going through their homecoming court here, and so we will uh, – We'll kind of sit back and kind of watch what these young ladies have done. Again, another another group of young women uh, that have raised good money for secure or for for charities and and probably a lot here in the Knoxville area. So we'll uh, we'll kind of try to get a rundown if we can of that and try to try to announce those as well. But we've also got some announcements from scores around the area, so don't miss that. Flip side of the break. You're listening to the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show, 95.7 Duke FM. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at reocheesewagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. 
Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033. And let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a First down to a touchdown. Denzo loves to cheer on their team. And now Denzo is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at more than $19 an hour, depending on shift. Denzo has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings. Competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denzo-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at denzocareers.com slash D-E-N-S-O-Careers.com slash Maryville. Get in the game. Join the Denzo team at DenzoCareers.com slash Maryville and start crafting your future today. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a Blunt County tradition for 20 years. El Jimador Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimador Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials, Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends, or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10, Friday and Saturday until 10.30. Your fiesta awaits at El Jimador Mexican Grill, 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Call 8 6-5-6-8-1-60-40. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. And welcome back into the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. 28-7. The scoreboard reads about six and a half minutes left to go here in the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show. Uh, again, homecoming here at Hardin Valley Academy. Trying to get some information, but looks like they are announcing this uh, near the field, so we don't have a, a rundown or a sheet that we can pull from. But do want to give some updates uh, from from other sports within within Maryville High School and Maryville feeder programs. Coach Christian Burns from the tennis program wanted to share the results from Blunt County's Middle School Individual Tennis Tournament. Uh, division doubles tournament uh, finalist Riley Chapman and Will Huddleston. They're from Maryville Junior High's red team. Uh, A division doubles consolation champions Layla Birchell and Mia Birchell. They're from Maryville Junior High School's black team. And then A division singles consolation champion Will Tweedy. Uh, if you, you know, it's an amazing feat what Coach Burns does. Uh, he and his wife Mel. Melissa has, has done such a, a good job of building a tennis program that's very successful, build up young players, and then when they get to the high school ranks, they get they get to be great for all of East Tennessee to see. Congratulations to those those individuals, those young people, but ultimately congratulations Coach Burns and, and his development of that program. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times I drive by the high school. Coach Burns is out there working with so many young uh, kids in the game of tennis yeah and he's so patient you know I, i'm probably a little biased my, my oldest jackson is starting the tennis journey i'm learning all kinds of things like second serve and what deuce and add means which 
add only has one D in tennis. It has two Ds in math. I don't I don't understand it. Looks like my grade card. But anyway, uh, it's it's a fun sport to get into. It's a very individual sport uh, on the single side because you really there's an honor system with the scoring the way it does. I'm probably butchering all of what it is, but I'm learning, loving it, and Jackson has learned a lot here in a short time with Coach Burns and staff. Yeah, great coach, Wayne. Absolutely. Upcoming events. Uh, got, got a little update from Maryville City Schools there on social media, so I wanted to share it here on the broadcast. Here in September, uh, September 26th at 7 p.m., Maryville Junior High and Maryville High School's combined orchestra concert will be held at the Clayton Center for the Arts. Again, that's September 26th. That's Tuesday night, 7 p.m. That'll be the junior high and the high school's combined orchestra concert at the Clayton Center for the Arts on, on Maryville College's campus. Yeah, definitely go check that out. And then next, next uh, looks like next Thursday, 7 p.m., will be the Fall Chorus Gala uh, concert at First Baptist Church. Admission's 10 bucks for that one, but it's a, it's another great group of young musicians, young uh, choral students uh, that do a really good job there. $10 admission for a really good night of music at, at the Fall Chorus Gala concert at First Baptist Church, Maryville. What a great event. Yeah, excited to, to possibly get out, check those those events out. But looks like three and a half minutes to go here in the uh, in the halftime. Still calling out the, the homecoming court here at Hardin Valley. So let's take another break. Listen to mo- some more fine sponsors. When we come back, we'll have second quarter or second half keys, and we'll talk to Coach Derek Hunt coming out of the locker room. You're listening to to the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show, 95.7 Duke FM. Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blunt and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to the Huddleston lawfirm.com. Huddleston Law Firm understands you have many options in East Tennessee for representation. They realize that fact and always appreciate your business. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872 or check them out online smaxes.com that's s-m-a-x-e-s.com family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today think outside the box and get your axe on stevenson tire three generations serving blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years the friendly staff at stevenson tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry competitive prices tire repairs too. expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville. Online at stevensontire.net or call 865-983-1621. Monday through Friday, 730 till 5. Saturday, 730 till noon. Close Sunday. Stevenson Tire. And welcome back to Hardin Valley Academy for the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show on Rebel Radio 95.7. 
Duke FM, 28 to seven is the Red Rebel advantage here as we've, we've made it through two quarters of play, but Ben, wanna look around the area. Other scores of interest, again, talk about the Thursday game. Bearden gets the best of Farragut on Thursday night, 21 to 14, but a lot of good games on the docket tonight. Yeah, right now in the second quarter, Science Hill up 28 to 14 on William Blunt. Another second quarter score, Heritage Georgia nine, Bradley Central seven. Another second quarter score, West 34, Heritage 7. Second quarter score, Greenback 8, Oneida 0. Don't have a score right now from the Alcoa Union County game. In the Eagleton-Wartburg game, it's 7-0 Eagleton in the second quarter. And no score for Middle Tennessee, Oakland versus Rockvale. Looking up uh, Mr. Ken Main, the, the end-all, be-all, he Googled a little bit about that Heritage Georgia team. They're 3-1 in the in the state of Georgia. They're a 4A squad in the state of Georgia. So uh, just kind of, you know, you know certain teams out of Georgia like the uh, uh, Burns and Alpharetta and those teams that just continue to, to present D1 talent. But looks like they're, uh, they're putting on a good defensive battle there with Bradley Central. What's the probability that the seven points for Bradley are by Boo Carter? I think very high. I would say very <laughs> likely. But they've added minutes back to these uh, halftime clock. Now 240 uh, yet to play. Uh, let's jump down to Chris Hips. Chris, I know you're, you're about to catch the coach, uh, but ultimately uh, what's your keys for a big second half for the Red Rebels? Yeah, fellas, uh, for me it's just uh, keep it on, keep the throttle down, uh, keep going with this offense, I mean. The only thing that stopped us right now on the two drives was a fumble and a couple of penalties. Defensively, keep attacking the quarterback. I love the uh, quickness from the linebackers uh, downhill tonight, getting in the backfield. Also, uh, setting the edges, not allowing the quarterback to roll out, make that play like he did in the first quarter that did give up the touchdown. And then, of course, keep pushing them backwards. I mean, that defense is playing incredible. Yeah, it looks like you uh, you have a visitor. Let's just jump right in it. What's what's from the coach? Yeah, fellas, uh, Coach Hunt came and found me. Coach, uh, incredible first half. Uh, offensively, the efficiencies there have been incredible. Uh, four touchdowns by four different receivers. Um, defensively, the tenacity of your defense, getting in the backfield. Four sacks already on the night. What changes are you looking at in the second half, and what do you want to keep seeing from your team in the second half? Yeah, I mean, I thought we should have had 42 points in the first half, honestly. Um, we're behind a change quite a bit. Having to overcome first and 20s just with penalties, it's been tough. So, um, But we, we did make a lot of good plays. You know, Will Jones has had a really good first half. Uh, we've got behind him a few times and, and made some plays. Defensively, we've gotten after him besides that one drive. So, no, I just need to keep doing the same. We, we're still better than what we played. I think we are. So that's what we're going to try to do this half. All righty. You heard it here for Coach Hunt. Fellas, uh, just going to keep on keeping on. Thanks. Thanks, Hippie. Hey, and I think I think Coach Hunt's, uh, he's on to something there. Sounds a little hoarse, like he might have uh, got after a little bit there at halftime, but he does. He, he's very blunt. He thinks there should be 42 points on the board. A couple of, uh, of yellow flags have taken a couple points off of our of our total here, but really uh, he's still hungry, still wants to see more out of his bunch in the second half. Yeah, we talked about it in the pregame show, the five penalty average that we typically have. We're at six right now for 50, so he's probably talking to his team about playing more disciplined football in the second half without a doubt. And then, yeah, he talked about the poise of his young quarterback. That's a really good first half for Will Jones. Uh, he took some low snaps, recovered from those low snaps, made some nice passes, and Hippie talked about it. All of it's getting out there in the perimeter making tackles. Reeves is getting in the backfield. Jack Carter's getting in the backfield. I know Hippie's getting hungry down there. Well, and I think ultimately, yeah, it's, it's going to be hard to keep your foot on the gas, but you 
got to do so on defense. And I think offense, really and truly, your miscues, you self-inflicted any wounds that was made in the first half. Let's see if we can't fix that and get going. But looks like the clock is set to 12, so we're about to kick this one away here in the second half. Don't think we have time for for an official break, so we'll just kind of kind of sit here and wait. Looks like they're both teams are to the respective sidelines. Now the opposite sideline there, Coach Miner, he's talking about the same thing. We got to clean up the penalties. We had five for 21 yards, but he's got to make an adjustment in that locker room on the 73 yards of total offense. They're running this wing T, and it's not, nothing's working up the middle. The, what worked at the beginning of the game is they got behind Wyatt Kaufman on that post route on that side of the field, which was a broken coverage play, but he's got to make some adjustments. He's going to have to pass football. Well, and ultimately, when you run a wing tee or an, what I like to call old-school offense, you can't afford to be behind the sticks. When you, you There's not enough creativity. There has to be a high level of execution, and when either one of those fail, then you're done. And so he's been behind the sticks, had to make some things happen, and ultimately they haven't happened for the, the Hardin Valley Hawks. But they'll see if they can start this second half way better than they did the first. They'll take the football here in the second half. So Sarah will kick this one away uh, to start the second half. He sets the football at his own 40-yard line. He will kick this one from right to left, or as uh, we will kick it away from Pellissippi down Hardin Valley Road. Sarah will set up. He will approach. And as he kicks it away, the second half is underway. It's going to be a straight line drive, and they're going to have to retreat and take it. They're going to get it at the one-yard line and try to pick and choose their way upfield. And they're going to get up to the 15-yard line, step out of bounds, and that's where they'll take over first and 10. Line drive off the old nose and forehead there. He ends up recovering the football and runs out of bounds. I think it's going to be Tyler Cash with the, the return. Six-foot, 190-pound senior. Just really had to get the football and do something with it because he touched it, and it wasn't going to go into the end zone. Let's see what this defense can do. They only allowed two yards rushing in the first half. These backers are hungry, Wayne. Yeah, again, still no wind here at Hardin Valley Academy. Defense already out there. They're hungry. Standifer and company just now heading out to get this one started. 11.52 to play again. Rebels lead 28-7. Standifer in shotgun. He'll have two receivers to the right. He's going to take a shotgun snap, a little flat drop. He's going to look to throw it. Picked off. Picked off by this defense, and it is going to be returned for a big, bad touchdown. Number 17, Andrew Smith. Touchdown, and just like that, sees the momentum. Yeah, the 180-pound sophomore checks in at the beginning of the second half. Poaches the ball out of the air, hauls down the sideline. Big touchdown for the Red Rebels. Andrew Smith, really, he ran away from me kind of, and I couldn't see that second number, but congratulations to him. A big touchdown there on defense. Maybe the fourth touchdown by this Rebel defense this season. Yeah, looking good tonight. 11.45 to go, and the Denso scoreboard has changed. Your Rebels now lead 34-7, and Hudson Jamerson looks to attempt the PAT. Cohen Beyblade will hold. Hold is down. Kick is up. And the kick is good. And with 11.45 to play here in the third quarter, your Rebels now lead 35-7. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Yep, it's that time once again. It's football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like-new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Miraville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owns to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. Twin City Certified in 
in Miraval. It's the quality you deserve. Can't touch this. Look, man. Can't touch this. You better get a hype, boy, because you know you can't. You can't touch this. And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here. Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM, a 33-yard interception return touchdown for number 17. That is going to be Andrew Smith. So just like that, Ben, really momentum continues to be in favor of the Red Rebels, and uh, they'll kick it away to Hardin Valley again. Yeah, you see the adjustment made by the Hawks. They're going to throw the football, and the adjustment made by the Red Rebels, they put Andrew Smith in there, and he makes a pick, score. And Sayre will kick this one away. This one is going to be long and deep and into the end zone, and it will be a touchback. Hardin Valley will bring it out to their own 20-yard line. I just just want to say, uh, what about the next man up mentality? Again, a new addition there in the second half. Andrew Smith going to get some looks. He is a 6'2", 180-pound sophomore, but really just had to play center field, uh, kind of foul ball territory, and he just picks it off and runs the other direction. Untouched 33-yard touchdown. Just add that name to the long list of young defensive players that are stepping up, including Mason Ball, Hunter Olivet, all these guys. Standifert uh, will bring his uh, – he'll have to flush that one and come back out on offense. He'll stay in shotgun formation. He takes the snap. A little play action. He's going to try to keep it himself. Probably should have handed it off. And he is going to be stopped and dropped in the backfield. About a three-yard loss, and it will be second and 13. Tries to run up the middle of the field there. Mason Ball and company there on the tackle. Yeah, looks like he was trying to read the pressure, thought it was going to go with Hogriff, and really once he pulled it out of his belly, everybody knew it, and he took the sack. want to give a shout-out to Matthew Covert's grandparents in Ohio. I know they're both listening. We appreciate you both. Covert cometh, covert bringeth. Absolutely. Covert's a great player, had a, had a great night so far, and will continue to do so. Stanifer takes the shotgun snap. Now he's going to look to throw it. He is going to get it out in the flat to the intended receiver, and it is going to be, I believe, number one. Michael Stewart and out there, Royal Curtis. It's actually going to be Palmer, Pierce Palmer, number three on the reception, and Royal Curtis will will take the first contact and then wait on the Calvary to show up to take him down. Coach Miner getting away from that running game. This time he tries to pass the ball out in the perimeter. Number 41, good coverage over there by Royal Curtis. It's going to be an eight-yard pickup for Stanifer and company, and Hardin Valley faces a third and five. They'll quickly get to the line of scrimmage. They'll have, looks like, uh, token stack set to the to the left-hand side and one receiver to the right. Stanifer in shotgun. He'll take the snap, play action. Looks to deliver it. Picked off again. Picked off again. He is going to have two picks, two touchdowns, as number 17, Andrew Smith, says pick and mine. Touchdown, Rebels. Andrew Smith running a ninja blitz there. He comes cutting downfield, makes a nice pick, and hauls it into the end zone. Big touchdown for the Red Rebels. And the Denzo scoreboard has changed again. And now reads your Rebels 41, the Hardin Valley Hawks 7. And Ben, you talk about going away from the, the run game, trying to throw it. That's two two kind of downfield passes, two interceptions. I think, I think that page of the, the book is going to get ripped out. We got a problem in the press box. On top of the press box, a uh, 25-yard pick return touchdown. And with 10-18 to go here in this third quarter, Rebels have exploded for two defensive touchdowns to open the, the second half. And looks like Hudson Jamerson will kick the extra point through. And with 10-18 to play here in the third, your Rebels lead 42-7 over the homestanding Hardin Valley Hawks. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, 
Call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group, Realty Executives, and they can help with all your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. The Dwight Price Group. Call 888-SOLD, which is 865-888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The Dwight Price Group, the right home with the right price. And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week on 95.7 Duke FM. If you're late to the second half, you've missed a lot. Two defensive touchdowns, two picks by number 17, Andrew Smith. And, uh, Ben, Will Jones is saying, I was supposed to put the points on the board in the second half. What's going on? (laughs) I'm running out of adjectives. I've used poached, plucked, confiscate. Well, he he is definitely – Taken, taken ownership. Let's just say that. Sarah's going to kick that one. It will be returnable from about the four-yard line. He's going to try to get wide. That's going to be number 12 for Harden Valley. He's going to get across the 20, across the 25, and looks like he's going to run out of bounds at their own 25-yard line. That's going to be Tay Henderson, the 5'9", 150-pound sophomore. Good job by the kickoff team to maintain position downfield and force him towards the sidelines. No, no opportunity for big gain there. Well, and if you're Standiford, it's it's uh, as I've used it a lot. It's deja vu all over again. What do you do? You've tried to run the football. You've tried the the play action pass, and I think ultimately, yeah, Ken brings up a really good point. Not a lot of velocity on the throws, and it's it's allowing Andrew Smith to really just kind of get under it. Yeah, they got to try to attack the middle of the field, hit those seams. Standiford's going to hand it off to his running back. That's going to be Hogriff, and he's going to go around right side, and he's going to be in the middle of the field, pick up about three. It'll be second and seven. Tries to make a cut up around the edge there, and Caleb Standifer makes a big, big run right there. You know, a stat that we brought up, and again, a lot of time left, and this is a talented offense to be able to put the ball put the ball in the end zone but Hardin Valley historically against the Red Rebels they've not much went past seven points in the seven previous meetings seven is the most they've ever scored against Maryville two times once in 2012 once in 2015 looks like Stanford is going to look to throw he pumps and he is going to be stopped and dropped sacked yet again a huge night for this defense just no time to work that time by number 50, Ryan Henry, the sophomore, 5'11", 230 pounds. Way to go, Ryan. Well, that pump was from the defensive interceptions there. He normally is just a one-throw guy. He kind of pumped it, saw the corner kind of cover, and I think that was he didn't want to throw another pick, so he pulled it down, and right there was the lineman. Yeah, he was right there. As soon as he pulled down the football, Ryan Henry was in the backfield ready to eat. Yeah, 83 pass yards, negative eight rushing yards tonight, 26 total plays, 75 offensive yards for Hardin Valley. Looks like Standifer's going to keep it himself. It's going to go around left end, and it is going to be nothing doing as he's going to be pushed out of bounds at the 20-yard line. Actually going to lose yardage on that one. Arguably a hold there on the edge, but number 20, Mason Ball, maintains position and pushes him out of bounds for no gain. Yeah, just trying to get something positive, and it was not working. So it is going to set up fourth and about 15, and looks like Holbrook, again, Mr. Consistent, going to have another shot to punt this one away, try to at least get it to Maryville's side of the 50. He will stand at his own six-yard line, and that's where he'll take it, kicks it away. A high kick. It's going to kind of turn over, and Cohen Beyblade fair catches 
at the Maryville 47-yard line. That's where they'll take over first and 10 as they work right to left. Just to tell you about the skill that Holbrook has, that's one of the prettiest spirals I've seen tonight. Yeah, just uh, that is a really nice uh, way to put it, Ben. But with 7-12 to play here in the third, clock continues to move because Maryville has now a 35-point advantage. Again, new TSSAA rules uh, maybe two years ago moved that down to 30 points, but uh, they have well surpassed that here tonight. So looking to keep that going with the offense back out on the field. Looks like it is going to be, I think that is, that's that's. Graham Coulter out there, and he will hand it off inside, and they'll just push straight ahead forward for three. Run up the middle of the field, met by a host of Hawks there. Looks like that is Ori Vananda Walker will pick up three there on first down, so it'll bring up second and seven. And again, this running clock, it will get away from us in a hurry, so it looks like Maribel will try to manage some of that time, but also try to be efficient with it. Graham Coulter, again, new quarterback, Will Jones, may, may be done for tonight. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Going to have Ori Vananda Walker. They're going to move Jackson Llewellyn out wide. They're going to move, looks like, uh, Charlie Manu in motion. Now they'll hand it to Ori. Ori goes straight ahead forward. He's going to pick up at least three more, and that's where they're going to come to a stop. So it looks like they're going to call him down after a two-yard pickup. It'll be third and five. Or he's just running, trying to get that tough yardage behind that guard and tackle and able to get any big yardage, but good effort. A lot of movement there pre-snap, just trying to move some defenders. Really, really, Hardin Valley stayed stayed put, didn't make any major adjustments, and I think they just were ready for, for Ori to run up the middle. Graham Coulter's going to check the play at the line of scrimmage. He's going to flip Ori from his left to right side. Jumbo pack here. It's going to be a pitch play to Ori. Ori gets it at the 50. Now he's going to cross the 45-40, and now he's going to push the pile down to the 35, call it, yeah, down to the 35-yard line. That's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Makes a cut near the 40-yard line towards the Maryville sidelines that just kicks it into fifth gear, runs up the field, and gets knocked out of bounds. Resets the sticks, first and 10 Rebels, as they look to add points to this Denzo scoreboard. Graham Coulter in shotgun, takes the snap. Going to hand to Ori again. He's going to go straight ahead forward, splits the defenders down inside the 25-yard line, and they're going to call him down at the 22. That's going to be 14 on the rip. Trying to get a number here, runs the ball up the middle of the field, gets hit by the linebacker near the 20. Yeah, just a big hole for the, the, the sophomore runner to get into, and he exploits it. North and south runner just love the way he just powers his way through. Looks like number 41 Holbrook was in on that tackle. 4.32 to play here in the third quarter. Again, moving clock as the Rebels lead 42-7. Coulter's going to have two receivers to the left, two to the right. A little wide package just trying to spread this defense out. Coulter's going to flip Ori to his right side. Now he's going to hand it, or he's going to go straight ahead forward. He's going to fall inside the 20-yard line. They're going to say he gets down near the 18, and they're going to say a pickup of about four there on, on first down. It'll be second and six. Stewart gets past Boyd there and gets in the backfield, makes the tackle. They are now inside the Huddleston Law Firm red zone, uh, trying to work on those El Himidor touchdowns. 3.54 to play in the third. Coulter looks to the sideline. They're going to use a good good majority of this play clock as we uh, as we wind this one down. Coulter checks the play at the line of scrimmage. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Oriole stand to his left. 
It's going to be a, a handoff to Ori again. He's going to get inside the 15 at this defense for Hardin Valley, Ben. They're very tired. He gets down near the yard to gain. He, they're going to give it to him first and 10 Rebels as they are going to be at the Hardin Valley 12-yard line. Ori Vananda Walker leaning on them now, uh, just putting the yards in. Just wearing on that defensive line, letting that clock run, Wayne. Yeah, there hasn't been a, a run right here in the last four or five plays that's been outside the guards. So uh, just running right at them. Coulter checks the play. Coach Hunt's going to deliver. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. A lot of new faces into this one. Looks like actually uh, Mr. Interception, uh, Andrew Smith, is going to be out wide at rod receiver. It's going to be a shotgun snap. Hands it to Walker. Now he's going to go wide. He's going to get inside the 10, and they're going to say down at the six-yard line. And so that is going to be a pickup of about, about six there on first down. It'll be second and four. Nice run by Vananda to get that outside lane there, get towards the Maribel sidelines before he gets knocked out of bounds. Now he can get a first down inside the two-yard line, uh, but I think uh, I think uh, if, if he gets that close, he's probably going to hit the pylon, going to get into the end zone. Graham Coulter cleans his hands. He'll have two receivers to the right. Now he's going to put one in motion. Now he quickly hands it to Ori. Ori's going to stutter step. He is going to power his way into the end zone. Touchdown, Ori Vananda Walker. Ori Banana Walker makes a nice cut near the 10-yard line and then just pushes it into the end zone. Big touchdown for the Red Rebels. Well, and that's that's a young man that worked hard last week uh, and is getting rewarded this week with additional touches in region play for a game. Just changed the Denzo scoreboard. It now reads your Rebels 48, the homestanding Hawks 7, and looks like Hudson Jamerson's going to get another look at it. And it looks like actually that is going to be a new kicker uh, to attempt that PAT. That's going to be Colin Stringer, a 5845 pounds sophomore. A little delayed action there, and they're going to get in there, get the paws up, and block it. Yeah, Aiden Turner, number 51, gets his hands up, blocks that kick. New new Rebels in the game and getting some real-time experience in region play. But with 2.13 to go here in the third quarter, your Rebels lead the Hardin Valley Hawks 48-7 in the Junk Be Gone game of the week, 95.7 Duke FM. You can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman of Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here, Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. 48-7 your score in favor of the Red Rebels, 2-13 to play, and Ori Vananda Walker just changed that Denzo scoreboard. Uh, Looks like it's going to be another kickoff specialist here, Preston Trenum. The junior will kick this one away, and it will be a touchback as well. Two big legs with Preston Trenner and Sayre on the roster. So, Hardin Valley, again, shell-shocked at this point. Nothing doing much in the second half. Going to have to bring this offense back out and try to save. But to Coach Miner's defense, they're really going out there and they're continuing to play football. You know, they're keeping their keeping their attitude up. I like the mannerisms on their sidelines, so hats off to Coach Miner 
to getting these kids elevated to play. Well, and, and ultimately, this is this is a lot of teams' second region game. There's still a lot to play for, a postseason opportunity. There's four teams out of this region that's going to go. So it doesn't necessarily sink any battleships. It's just not your night tonight. And so Standifer will come in. And, again, he has led this team wire to wire, so I don't expect any different. And he is going to do a little pitch play. And looks like before he got started, laundry on the field. Will be a uh, procedural penalty. It will be false start against Harden Valley. But, no, Coach Miner, I think and even Coach Hunt in the pregame show talked about it. This is a team that's having to be rebuilt. Uh, Coach Miner's done a good job, started this season 3-0, and and then really has just ran into some teams playing some of their better football of the year here in the mid in the midseason. Yeah, and where this game's going to help them, they play Sevier County next week, and then they've got, they're going to go to Bradley uh, the week after that. So they're – a lot of growing up right here, getting prepared for those fo- big football games coming up on their schedule. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, but but I, I agree with you. Coach Miner's done a, done a nice job to get get these teams ready to play tonight. And it looks like they're just going to try to run it off guard, off left guard to be exact, and that's going to be number 13. That's going to be Holgriff, and he is going to get a couple of the penalty yardage back. It'll be second and 13. Tackle made by a host of Rebels, number 48, Carter Cooper, the the senior linebacker in on that tackle. Yeah, and I'm going to try to get some of the names of the Red Rebels that are in the football game at the moment. A lot of guys getting opportunities. Cody Barton's in at defensive back, 6'2", 185-pound senior, uh, getting his opportunity. He works hard every day in practice, getting his opportunity out there tonight. You got number 38, Dylan Mills in, in the secondary. Yeah, number 19, uh, White Kaufman. He has been a staple there, uh, and he is going to continue to do that. Looks like Stanford wants to throw it. He's going to kind of sidearm pitch it past the 20-yard line. They're going to say to the 24, and that is going to be it's going to be complete to number three, Pierce Palmer, and it's going to set up a third and five. Out route in the perimeter there. Great coverage by number 23, Jackson Rutledge. He just stays in his zone area and makes a nice tackle. And looks like into the game is Brady Loveland, uh, number 22. He is a 5'10", 190-pound senior. And looks like both teams are good to let this third quarter come to an end. They're going to count it down from 10, but we'll go ahead and take a break. End of three, your Rebels lead the Hardin Valley Hawks 48-7. Right here, 95.7, Duke FM. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500. Let's run some numbers. Rates are still at historic lows, and we might save you some money. Again, I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500 or text VOLUNTEER to 33655. NMLS 1641325. And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here, Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. As we head to the fourth quarter, 12 minutes on the clock, Rebels lead 48-7 over Hardin Valley. Hardin Valley facing a third and five upcoming, looking to open this fourth quarter. Maybe flip the quarter, change the momentum. Yeah, and how about the Red Rebels? Andrew Smith coming in, getting two pick scores. Yeah, it uh, it definitely complicates the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game voting. I will say that. Uh, But end of quarter stats, just wait on the flip side of this play and uh, brought to you by Cadenza. 
Going to be Stanford. He's going to take the snap. He's going to pump and now looks to deliver. He's going to go long and long, too long, as it is going to be incomplete. Intended for number number three. That is going to be Pierce Palmer. Yeah, Palmer running that fade route down the sidelines. Number 19, Wyatt Kaufman, was making his way over there. Possibly opportunity for another pick. So it looks like fourth down upcoming, and it looks like Holbrook will be out in pump formation. He'll kick He'll stand on his own 10-yard line and looks like uh, Faust and Cohen Beble will be deep for the Red Rebels. They'll each stand uh, on their own 35-yard line. But end-of-quarter stats brought to you by Cadenza, 48-7 on the scoreboard, uh, 42 total plays for 399 yards of offense for the Red Rebels, 29 plays for 83 total yards of offense for Harden Valley. Harden Valley. And sorry, that, that kick uh, boomed a little bit longer than I was expecting. Uh, and looks like Colton Faust will have it, and he will down it at the Rebel 26-yard line. That's where they'll take over first and 10. I like how before that punt, Babley and Faust go out there, and Faust looks at Babley and says, we better move back a little bit. This kid's got a leg. <laughs> I, absolutely. Ori Vananda Walker leading the way in the rushing category, 10 carries, 75 yards, and a touchdown. That last drive really puts him over that, that stat. Charlie Manu leads the receivers, two catches, 84 yards, two touchdowns. And looks like we will have a third quarterback in for the Red Rebels. Looks like that will be Thomas Manu. Thomas Manu is going to pull it out of the belly of the receiver, and he's going to take off running. He's going to get across the 30-yard line out to the 34, and that is going to be a nice run by Thomas Manu. They're going to stay down at the 33. That's going to be a pickup. Going to be a pickup of about seven. Just a keeper gets to the 30-yard line and shows off those dance moves a little bit before number 41. Nathan Holbrook makes a tackle. He's going to get the play from Coach Hunt, bring it into a small huddle, and they'll quickly break it. Now we're at the 10-minute mark here in the fourth. Again, running clock based on the advantage that the Red Rebels have. 41-point advantage. Manu's going to take the snap. He's going to hand it off. He's going to hand it off to the running back. Trying to get that back. It's going to be number 32. That is going to be Cameron Porter on the rush, and that is going to be enough that's going to be enough to move them on. That's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Next time by, they'll take the snap from the 37-yard line. Caden Kuchar, number 23 on the tackle for the Hawks. And again, all three quarterbacks, a lot of reps here this season, uh, pretty seamlessly managing this offense. Again, Manu, the third quarterback here tonight. Nearing nine minutes to go as they're going to move man in motion. Let's see what they call here. That's going to be a false start against the Red Rebels. I think I spoke too soon. Yeah, you had some shifting going on on the defensive line, and I think we got a jump there, Wayne. Yeah, a lot of young Rebels in in tonight. As looks like I'm seeing number 84. Uh, that is going to be Micah French. Uh, he is a junior, 5'8", 135 pounds. You do see Colton Faust out there kind of in the slot. So I think a lot of guys getting opportunities here uh, late in this one. Manu's going to hand this one off, and he is going to give it to Faust. Faust on the end around, going to try to get back, and he is going to get maybe a yard on the end around, um, but not enough. It is going to be it's going to be second and fourteen. Yeah, number twenty-three, Caden Kucher on that tackle there. These young guys are getting some good experience because Harden Valley has kept the starters out there. Continuing to move, eight twenty to go in this football game. Again, Rebels lead forty-eight to seven. If you're just joining us, a lot of fireworks here tonight. Will Jones looked good in his first varsity start as a true freshman. 
You've seen Graham Coulter come in and drive a uh, scoring drive down with Ori Venanda Walker. A lot of running on that one. And then now you have Thomas Manu in here getting him some meaningful reps. Now he's going to look to throw it. Manu's going to throw it over the middle. It hits the intended receiver, but it is going to fall incomplete. Looks like intended for that one. Trying to see. It's a one to start with. That's going to be 18. That is intended receiver Grayson Myers. Yeah, about a 10-yard post route there. He's able to throw it over the backers. It was there. Just dropped pass. Looks like there's another number 83 out there, Caleb Levon. He's a 6'1 sophomore, number most recently worn by Jason Manneker. Looks like Manu's going to uncork it, and it is going to go long and be intercepted by number 12 for Hardin Valley. He's going to try to return it. He's going to get across midfield, going to get near the 45 and stumble down inside the Red Rebel 40-yard line down to the 36. So that is going to be number 12, Tay Henderson, with the return, five 950-pound sophomore that really just uh, just had the, the ball kind of sail on him, Manu's pass, and then uh, Henderson there to clean it up. Yeah, Tay Henderson had good coverage down the sideline, gets his third interception on the season. Yeah, and really, uh, you gotta you got to like the intensity. Manu wanted to push it downfield. Just two, two Hardin Valley Hawks down there on the one receiver. And looks like there's going to be some laundry there in that return. It's going to go against Hardin Valley, blocking the back against the Hawks, and so a really nice return basically negated as they're going to step this one off. Yeah, whenever you have an interception like that, it's difficult to avoid the block in the back when you swap the, when you flip the field like that, Wayne. Oh, sure, and yeah, a lot of those shifty plays, when you go completely opposite field, uh, what you were going to hit him in the face hits him in the back. So uh, looks like they will now set up first and 10 from their own 35-yard line, so pretty costly penalty there as we're nearing six minutes to go in this one. Look like Standifer's going to get the full pull here as he is going to hand it off to the backer. That is going to be number 13 as he's going to fight and claw. That's Brady Hogriff as he's went the distance. He is a 6'3", 205 senior uh, and really just uh, just not went his way tonight. Tried to head towards the Hardin Valley sidelines. Number 23, Jackson Rutledge, puts his paws on him and goes for a ride, pushing him out of bounds. Well, and I think I think the Rebels need to keep him in bounds. I mean, obviously with the running clock, it's it's not going to matter in tonight's game, but that's just that's just good fundamentals. Uh, 46 in for the Red Rebels. Uh, that is going to be Bladen Sauls. Maybe wins the best name on this on this roster. Really smooth name. Defensive lineman, 6'1", 210, a senior. Uh, getting him some minutes here in region play. So they're going to hand this one off to number six. He's going to get wide and get a head forward for maybe a yard, maybe two. That's Brody Lamb. He is a 5'10", 150-pound sophomore for the Hawks. Just an end around towards the Maryville sidelines, and guess what? Colton Faust, he can do some things on defense too. And looks like they are going to turn this one to let's see what happens here. There's a fumble on the play. So that's what the, the sideline was getting all hyped about over there uh, as there was a fumble there on the far hash. And looks like Maryville will recover that. So another turn back. Uh, looks like this defense is, is fighting to get their guy the uh, player of the game. 4.36 to play to be exact. And really with a moving clock, a couple first downs may put this one away. Thomas Manu stays in at quarterback. He's got trips to the left, one to the right. Now he's going to move number 21 in motion. 21 is Hudson Jamerson. Now he's going to go back to the left side. Now they're going to take the snap. They're going to hand it off. 
No, looks like looks like Manu's going to keep it himself, go straight ahead. He's going to get back to the line to gain and get pushed back. Maybe picks up a half, but we'll call it no gain, second and ten. Decides to keep the football, go up the middle of the field, behind the center there, number 51, Aiden Turner in on the tackle. Yeah, no gain. And again, under four to play now. Aiden Turner, six foot one, 280-pound senior. Check this out. So it looks like Graham Coulter will check back into the game. Two receivers to the left, two to the right, and he will have 32. He will have Cameron Porter to his right, say, check it left hip pocket. Now moves Hudson Jamerson left to right across the formation. Now he's going to take the shotgun snap, going to hand to Porter. Porter's going to go straight ahead, keeps the feet churning, and pushes it down to the Hardin Valley 35-yard line. It's going to be a pickup of near seven on that one. It'll bring up third and three. Nice cut by Porter right there at the tackle's back hip pocket towards the middle of the field. Looks like Manu will check back in. So, again, one play for Coulter. Back in is Manu. Porter stays to his right hip pocket. Again, Manu, the other freshman that started this season dressing varsity. Got Faust in the slash. Now they're going to flip Porter to his right or to his left hip pocket. Under three to play. Now they're going to hand it to Porter. Porter, no, Manu is going to look to throw it, and he is going to drop incomplete. It looks like there's going to be a flag on the play. Yeah, let's see what this call is, Wayne. They sold the fake, just incomplete pass here. Let's see what. So it's in an interesting place. On the yeah, okay, that makes sense. It was kind of in a weird place, not necessarily at the line of scrimmage, but not necessarily where the ball was thrown. Illegal man downfield, an eligible receiver downfield. So it will back up the the Red Rebels, and it'll bring up third and a little longer, about a third and nine. Maybe felt that left tackle was just ahead of the tackle box there. Two minutes, ten seconds to play in this one. Forty-eight to seven in favor of the Red Rebels. Coulter checks back in at quarterback. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. LeVon. And looks like Coulter is just going to have to tuck it down, get what he can get. He's going to push it ahead forward, push the pile, and he will get back to the Hardin Valley 34-yard line. Short of the line to gain, it will be fourth and three. But kind of where you're sitting, I think you go for it. I like the poise there by Coulter. He drops back in the pocket, just sits there, waits on the fade route to develop. It doesn't develop. He pulls it down. Makes a nice run, gets some positive yardage before number 23, Caden Kucher, brings him down. Well, and a lot of lot of action happening to his left and to his right. So for him to keep his eyes downfield, that's a that's a huge poise play for Coulter. Manu back into the football game. He's going to take a high snap. Now he's going to keep it. Wants to throw it. Now he's going to just tuck and run. He's going to get wide, get inside the 30-yard line, down to the 28. He needed the 31. He got the 28. So that's going to be a first and 10 Red Rebels. A Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Under a minute to play. Checkmate. Deal is sealed. I like how Manu makes a couple cuts there. It's hard to catch him before number three. Paul Pierce Palmer makes the uh, tackle. Looks like Coulter will come in to finish this one. Probably one snap of the football will do it. And they'll step out, two receivers right, one left, and they'll have Porter back back straight away just to try to keep it. Coulter is going to kind of take two steps backwards, kneel it, and with 30 seconds to go, he'll hand it to the, to the official one last time. As Coach Hunt leads his troops out to midfield to see Coach Miner as his, and his Hawks 
It's been a good night of football if you're a Red Rebel. 48-7 the final score, and we've got a lot to talk about, a lot to unwrap here for the second half, an explosive second half as the Rebels defeat Hardin Valley 48-7 here in game number six. Let's take a break, listen to some fine sponsors. When we come back, we're going to have the Dickens Turf and Landscape Supply postgame show right here from Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke. Denzo loves to cheer on their team. And now Denzo is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at more than $19 an hour, depending on shift. Denzo has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings. Competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denzo-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at denzocareers.com slash D-E-N-S-O-Careers.com slash Maryville. Get in the game. Join the Denso team at DenzoCareers.com slash Maryville and start crafting your future today. Pokies and Sports invites you to stop by their store to check out their amazing selection of school spirit gear. Need trophies, awards, or plaques for your team or business? Pokies has it all. Everything from sporting goods to screen printing, monogramming to laser engraving, and even letter jackets. Pokies represents all local schools with their selection and can create a personalized design. Since 1995, the Tinker family has been happily serving our local area with all its school spirit needs. Check out Pokies online at pokies.net or give them a call at 865-984. And don't forget, when you leave Pokies, to check out the Village Tinker, just a short walk down Broadway for unique gifts and home goods. You'll be glad you did. Go Rebels! From the HEP Roofing Studios, we want to be your roofer. This is WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, 95.7 Duke FM. Your home for Maryville Rebels football. Let's just do it, okay? Now it's time to recap the game on the Dickens Landscape Supply Post Game Show. A full game recap, final stats, and updates from games around the area. One, two, three! Oh, yeah, and naming the Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game. I know who gets my vote. And welcome in to the Dickens Turf and Landscape Supply post-game show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. If you didn't get fired up about this football game, Ben, it is an amazing it's an amazing display of what we've got, what we've got in the in the pipeline, what we've got in the tank, and a lot of young players put on display here tonight a 48-7 dismantling here in region play and a, and, a, and a really great victory over Hardin Valley. Yeah, you saw some explosiveness on offense, but on defense, and you're going to go through the stats, but one rushing yard on wing T defense, buddy. Can you believe that? Yeah, there's a small negative mark on that, so that's <laughs> wow. minus – one rushing yards on tonight. But, yeah, end of game stats brought to you by Cadunza European Auto Repair. 48-7 to is the scoreboard. You can find that anywhere. But 35 rushes, 182 yards for the Red Rebels, 240 passing yards for a 52 plays, 422 yards of offense total for tonight. Uh, 20 rushes for Hardin Valley, negative one yardage. Obviously, sacks and behind the and lost tackles for loss included into that. 91 passing yards for a 32 total plays for 90 total yards of offense for Hardin Valley. Looking at individual stats for Hardin Valley, Brady Hogriff led the way rushing, nine rushes for 13 yards. Again, tackles for loss and sacks really negated that gain there. And then receiving wise, Tay Henderson. 
One catch, 46 yards, and a touchdown. He led the Hawks in receiving. And then you look at the Red Rebels, really a full run of, of different rush here, different people touching the football in the rushing category. A lot of people making catches in the pass game. Or even Anda Walker leads the way rushing. Ten rushes, 75 yards, and a touchdown. Price Davis, nine touches, 54 yards. Will Jones, six touches, 24 yards. Uh, Thomas Manu, three touches for 14 yards. Cameron Porter, two for 10. Cohen Beyblay, one for six. Graham Coulter, one for six. Uh, and then just a host of others that touched the football. Uh, look at receiving-wise, Charlie Manu led the way, two catches, 84 yards, two touchdowns. Britton Barrett, three for 68 and a touchdown. Eli Elkins, five for 54 and a touchdown. Jackson Llewellyn, one for 21. Cohen Beyblay, one for 13. That's a mouthful, Ben. A lot of players making a, making a statement here tonight. Yeah, just one real quick stat. Will Jones spreading out the football. Look at that. You went over it, spreading out the ball to those three big receivers, getting that 240 yards passing. A lot of young guys, like you said, in the pipeline. What a great night for Red Rebel Nation, buddy. Well, well and what I love about it is, is being able to put it in the belly of a back and make a good decision to pull it out and pitch it over the top, pull it down and keep it. Will Jones played a, a, ahead of his years here tonight in a big 48-7 win over the, the Hardin Valley Hawks. Let's jump down to Chris Hips. Chris, a uh, wire-to-wire great performance. Basically, one busted play is all that, that Hardin Valley was able to put on the scoreboard. But uh, got to be happy about being a Red Rebel tonight as we get back to one and one in region play. Yeah, fellas, I'm down here with the hey, – I think – a lot of them uh, already came over to me and gave their voice on who should be the player of the game. So throwing that in there as well. But an uh, incredible team win. I mean, offensively, defensively, special teams. I mean, even special teams, forcing fumbles. Great game all around. Great win for the Maryville Rebels. As you can hear, the Rebel chant right behind me. Yeah, I think we're going to come to you really quickly to get the player of the game. Uh, but we're going to get some scores around the area. So we'll be right back. Uh, but. Been a lot of scores, probably still yet to go. Had a running clock in the second half, but what do we got as of now? Third quarter, 35-14, Science Hill over William Blunt right now. A fourth quarter score, Heritage, Georgia, 16, Bradley Central, 21. Third quarter score, West 41, Heritage, 14. Second quarter score, Greenback, 8, Oneida, 8. Fourth quarter score, Alcoa, 48, Union County, 0. Second quarter score, Eagleton, 14, Wartburg, 7. And then the burn and the boot in Middle Tennessee, Oakland, second quarter, 21 to nothing over Rockvale. Yeah, and looks like Chris did not waste any time finding our Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. Uh, we're, we're just going to go right into it. Uh, I think I think we talked about it when we went out off at the end of the game. Uh, it's hard enough to get one pick six in a game, but really to check into a football game, uh, have an opportunity uh, to do a lot of good, and then just rise to the occasion. Number 17, Andrew Smith, just seized it tonight. Uh, a 6-2 Uh, 180-pound sophomore, a guy that's got a lot of football in front of him, want to really jump down to him and and get his feel for what happened tonight. Uh, Andrew, can you you hear me? Yes, yes, I can. Andrew, what a night tonight, buddy, checking into this football game and region play, having an opportunity to really kind of play in space there. What would you see tonight to allow you to get two pick sixes? Um, Well, you know, um, I just – I trusted my coach. He – at halftime – he told us what they were going to do, watch the slants, watch the hitches, and when you see it, go attack it. And I was just lucky enough they threw the ball to me both times. Andrew, I love it, man. This has been a Hosky pick six. Uh, you know, on both of those plays, you were in – were you in a zone coverage there and you're, you're – 
making a read down in the flat on the perimeter. Looks like you're making some kind of read there on that pit, on both those picks. Yes, sir, I am. Okay. And, uh, Andrew, a man of few words. I appreciate you, you talking to us. You are the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. There's a lot that comes with that. Uh, again, Ori, uh, two young guns the last couple of weeks. Ori gets it last week. You get it this week. You're going to get the swag bag that Mr. Chris looks to be walking away from you with, uh, but he is going to give it to you. It's got a, a plaque from Smoky Mountain Axe House. It's got a Rebel Radio T-shirt, water bottle, wristbands, and stickers. So if people don't know, it's really not our fault from here, okay? <laughs> Uh, but I appreciate you taking some time to talk to us. You'll be next week's Red Hot Minute interview. We'll set that up just shortly. Uh, but, buddy, I appreciate you taking some time. You played great tonight. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. All right, buddy. So you get to help us close out tonight's broadcast, something we do with all the players of the game. I'm going to read the closeout, and then at the end I'm going to say, Go Rebels, right after that. Just scream, Go Rebels, okay? The Red Rebels have grounded the Hawks and put an end to tonight's flight, and that means a big Red Rebel victory. The Rebels improved to 4-2, and two, and the Hawks fall to 3-3. Three and three. Final score from Hardin Valley Academy. The Red Rebels 48, the Hardin Valley Hawks 7. As we look to close up tonight's broadcast, let's take some time to thank all that makes these broadcasts possible. Thanks to the great administration at Maryville High School and athletic director Landon Harris. A big thanks to all the sponsors that you've heard in and out of the breaks. And thanks to the exacto of the factos, Mr. Ken Main, and for the up-to-date stats each and every week. And a very special thanks to Miss Laura back at the studio for getting us in and out of the breaks all night long. But for Ben Metz, Chris Hips, and Andrew Smith, this is Wayne Kaiser, and you've listened to Rebel Radio. If you're leaving the stadium or on the road home, take care, be safe, and yes, go Rebels. Go Rebels! Rebels! Run like a rebel! Run like a rebel!